0: Love talk radio you're, you're, you're listening to Yusuf L on the baddest radio network on the planet
1: high frequency radio Frequency
0: Radio.
2: Okay, we are hit number one. All right. So we have 346-7493. Yep, that's me. What's
3: going on? You're on the line. All the well, I can finally hear you. I got a question for you, man. I've been, I've been listening uh-huh. to you for about a month. And uh, I, I do have a, uh, I don't know what type of case this is, but uh, I was issued a warrant. <clears throat> but before I go in, I heard what you said the other night, it's best to take care of this while you out. And I was going to turn myself in for what I believe is the stuff to fix. And I'm wondering, what is the best steps for me to just even try to uh, go through with this? I'm looking at your administration process, and so I'm like, okay, let me, let me do this and uh, how to use the public defender. So before I even go into it, just turning myself in, I want to know some steps I can take to uh defend myself properly.
2: That's a very good question. That's an excellent question, uh, by the way. Um, if I were you, how I would approach it, if it were me, and you're saying you have a warrant for your arrest, mm-hmm. that's correct? So some serious- how serious are the charges? How serious uh, are the charges? I was
3: involved,
2: uh, in the shooting. You involved in the shooting? I was
3: involved in the
2: shooting. Okay, all right. So... The next thing is do you have any are you on probation? Do you have any priors? I
3: have priors but I'm not on probation.
2: The reason I'm asking is because when you get arrested I'm trying to find out are you gonna make bonds? That's what I'm I'm probing, I'm asking probing questions. I'm not trying to get into your business. I've been through this but probing, so I'm asking I probably qu- I was capable kidding. Huh?
3: I was KPS before, uh, decades ago, but I, I know for a fact they probably want to throw me a bond.
2: They are going to give you a bond?
3: Probably not. Probably but not. I'm, I'm still okay. not facing it now. I'm, I'm not facing it now due to the fact of what you uh, what you kind of explained. Like it's best to try to get out. get prepared as best as you yeah, can before that, you go in. That's, that's, why I wouldn't get
2: it. See, that's why I'm asking you the question, because if you're not going to get out, that's a different situation than when you're free. So I got to mm-hmm. see, like, okay, so, yeah, you, you, before you turn yourself in, I would do an administrative process, and um, okay. I would make sure I, I completed it, and I would get a public defender. The reason that you want to get a public defender as opposed to retain counsel, because retain counsel, you hire them to argue a case. You're saying that you're going to argue a case. Arguing a case is a traverse, or when you traverse charges, all right, you're offering a controversy. Okay, there's no agreement of fact you got to understand that when you go to trial, trial is for fact-finding, okay, fact-finding. This is yep. about law and facts. You can't get to the law until we have an agreement of the facts. And you can either do an agreement voluntarily, like when the uh, prosecutor comes to you and offers you a deal, okay, that's when that, he's asking you to agree on the facts. He said, if you plead guilty to X, Y, and Z, okay, that's a stipulation. We can stipulate to these facts, and now we can go before the judge and he can apply the law to the facts, okay? okay? Or if you don't agree on the facts, that's a material issue of fact, which means there's a need now for a bench trial or a jury trial, which is called fact finding. And a fact trier is a judge or a jury. They're called fact triers, okay? So this is why we don't argue, because we don't want to go to trial. None of this is designed to go to trial. Nothing we teach on this channel is designed to argue a case in court, you're not supposed to be disputing jurisdiction or any of those things. Those are all arguments, and arguments are going to get you into trouble. Arguments as the sole province of attorneys. That's what they do is notice when they talk to you, well, the argument you're making, well, you seem to be making the argument, you know, they constantly are trying to pull you into an argument. You know, you just listen to them how they casually talk. Well, I can understand your argument that you're making and everything. I'm not making it. They're so habitually used to using that word, they use it just in common speech with you if you just don't happen to agree with something that they're saying. You're making an argument about something. All right, so we're going to follow the spirit of uh, Matthew 5.25, where it says, agree with your adversary while you're on the way to court. He hand you over to the judge. The judge hand you over to the bailiff, and the bailiff casts you in the prison. I tell you, you will not come out until you pay the very last farthing." A farthing is a penny until you pay the very last penny. That's Matthew 5.25. Okay, so back then they understood debtor's prison. They understood debtor. These are debtor's prisons, all right, but it's being covered. So the object of the game is to understand that the nature of the action is civil in nature. These are penal action charges. It's civil in nature. It's really in, 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 in a colorable admiralty, but they don't call it admiralty. Not called Admiralty. They the the statute violations are cross indexed with amounts, and then that's how they derive to a bond. They have a bond, okay? So there's a bond that you're trying to get. We say the bid bond. It's a bid bond that trying you're trying to get that you're trying to get. That will get your case extinguished, but it is very difficult to get to. Very good, difficult. Okay. People used to use Fidelity's mutual website back in the day, and you can pull your case number up. Your case number is an accuser number. Accuser number is Committee on Uniform Securities Identification Process. This is what you track securities with. Through the DTC, the Depository Trust Corporation, and the Depository Trust Clearing Corporation, to a holding company called Seed C- Corporation, C-E-D-E. All right, so all of this stuff is going on financially behind the scenes. Okay, and, you, you okay. Know, and you're not aware of the financial aspect of everything that goes on behind the scenes of court proceedings. Okay, this is about money. Make no mistakes about it. Okay, so you are challenged with two things that you have to do. Number one, you have to see if some kind of way you can confirm to yourself the true nature of the proceeding, because right now you're, mm-hmm. you're operating off of speculation or you have to believe what I'm telling you, and you don't want to proceed with either one of those. You need to confirm to yourself right. What you are doing is the right thing to do. Don't nobody else need to be believing you. And, but don't believe me. You know, I didn't believe a motherfucking person. When I was reading all of this shit, it sounded good. But I said, I don't know. And I said, but I'm going to tell you what helped me push me over. I didn't use attorneys in the past, and I know they weren't going to do shit for me. So what are your options? Your options, are A, go get you an attorney. B, use this process right here. We already know what's going to happen with option A. They got a 98% uh-huh. conviction rate, and they all, and all he's going to do is offer you a deal. We know this is what's going to happen. They follow the same script in every state, every county, all over the United States of America. They use the same exact script. You come into their office. You tell them you got an issue, okay? They tell you what their fees are. And okay, that's the can help. You give them the money. They go to the courthouse. You try to get your discovery, come back, tell you they talked to the prosecutor, this is what's going on, take it easy. You don't hear from them by eight months. Next time you hear from them, He got to say, you know, you know, I know you don't want to hear this, but, you know, it's my duty to tell you, you know, the prosecutor is you know, offering you a deal, and I think you ought to take it. I think it's a real good deal. You ought to take it. It's the same script. Everybody's heard it. I looked at people's discoveries. Nothing filed. Maybe a motion to suppress and a bond motion or something like that. But I don't see no affidavits filed uh, in Discovery on your side. A prosecutor got everything. If you don't have nothing in evidence to test it to, how are you going to win? So these are the things you're looking at. So you, so I'm going to tell you what I did. The reason why you kind of see i kind of pretty good with law, I'm not saying I'm as good as an attorney with law. No way am I trying to do okay. that. You know what I'm saying? They do this every day. But the reason I'm kind of swift with it is because when I was fighting for my case, I didn't believe this all the way, so I made sure that I studied the statutes, too. So I studied both. I said, well, let, let, let me look at both and kind of weigh it. And in studying both of them, that's when I started seeing similarities of what creditors and their bonds was talking about. How, for instance, like when, you know, the attorney comes to visit you and then he puts in a notice of appearance and he tells you I'm going to waive arraignment, which is putting in a not guilty plea. And then I look in okay. my, uh, the uh, docket sheet and I can see the time stamp. And right after he put in a notice of appearance, he made sure he put in that not guilty plea where the, the liability shifted from him over to you. I'm seeing all these things, you know, just little nuances of stuff that I really can't even show y'all until you really get some court paperwork and look at docket sheets and things like that and, and arrest warrant and all the numbers on there, you know, like a SID sta- a number, state identification number, yeah. the same number that, um, that the state agencies have. They want to have one applied to you if you've ever been arrested. This is prima facie evidence that a straw man exists that's looked at as some sort of corporate entity. They give it to your straw man. But they hide that now. They don't put it on a lot of the arrests because every time we find something out, they change some paperwork. We used to use the organizational ID spot on the UCC1. That right there let them know, okay, the straw man and you are two separate persons. They took that off, and then they challenged everybody who came out of UCC1 against yourself. I watched all this stuff as progressed, man. I looked at all the little moves that they make. They went making moves on their side, too. They have meetings on this. They write, they write manuals to other court officials and everything. Don't sleep. They're not sleeping on you. I was actually going to do a review today and show you a judge that is very astute and was very prepared for a person. You're going to have a real problem when you run into a judge that hasn't seen your kind before. A lot of these judges be new and be green. You come before them, they don't know what to do. But if you get one and then win a couple of rodeos with a couple of other people, you're going to be, you know, it's going to be a difficult time for you. So these are the That'd little right variables up. that are in play when you're trying to do something like this. So the only thing you can do is arm yourself to the teeth, arm your mind, because your mind is the only thing they can't take. I, you know, if you get put in solitary confinement, they may take everything, but they can't take your mind. So you got to get your mind sharp if you're going to do something like this. This is not for the weekend warrior. This is not for a person that a lot of these people, they look doing this stuff, man, they're just trying to get some damn, um, they're just trying to get some free shit or get some bills paid. They're right. trying to get something paid off a bill. Or they just to get a debt off 5%. their back. They don't really care about this. And, and that's okay because I came into it with an exigent circumstance that I needed some sort of resolution to. So I understand that. So it could lead you into deeper waters with this information like it did me. So you do need to get your problem taken care of. So through deductive reasoning, we've come to the conclusion I can get an attorney. I know the result of that. They got a 98% conviction rate. 95% of that is due to the fact that most people take plea deals. So I'm guaranteed to get some sort of punishment on this side. Or I can make a run for it and say, okay, well, let me see if I can fight for myself. At least let me see. Let me look into the information. Maybe let me go in court and say a couple of things and see what happens. yeah
3: you're right. That's Just let me speak. Just let me see. Right. And I know it. I know it. Because I've done something before uh, in nineteen, in 2019. I just told them I was here to make a special appearance for my name. And basically, they stopped and postponed it. Gave me a court date for two days later. And they made me wait all the way to the end. Didn't even call my name. I had to stop and, and say, like, hey, I thought I had a date today. And she said, oh, yeah, we got one more person on the docket. There was no prosecutor, no attorney. And so she had to call a, a defense attorney from the room just to, uh, I guess, to verify it, to uh, close it, whatever you it said, You she should have
2: told it. her to dismiss you say, it. You should have moved to dismiss and it. That's, just, yep, no, she did.
3: I just signed a white piece of paper, oh, and that was it.
2: Exactly. Was and, 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 and that's why people don't know about this. They'll say, like, you know, like the people that they're mocking right now with the sovereign citizen fail videos. Those are people who use a lot of old, outdated things. Some of those people I think, are actors that they hire to come in and do some shit. Some of them, I think, are legitimately uh, people who are trying something, but overwhelming majority of them are people who just discovered some information are trying to use it, and they're trying to get out of something. They're not acting honorably. That's why I brought rules to the game. I said there's a you have to, there's a uh, there is no money, okay. There's no constitutionally mandated money in circulation. There's no gold and silver. Gold and silver is the only thing that is money. We live in a debt-based society. That right there is significant because it affects everything, because everybody's trying to create debt to create money, okay? There's a public and a private. They don't mix, okay? They don't ever mix them. Don't you ever mix them, okay? You have to stay in honor at all costs. You have to be honorable to public officials you would be honoring your presentation, you know, all this shit, cussing people out and doing all that kind of stuff. You can't do that, all right? You can't do that if you're going to do this right, uh, right here. And then you have, to, um, you have to do not participate in public controversy. The do not participate in co- public controversy goes to not arguing facts, okay? Because okay. when you participate in public controversy, you become a public figure. That's the definition of public figure, a person who voluntarily participates in a public controversy. You become a public. You come into the public. You make an appearance and to the public. All right, so we're trying to understand all those things, so we got some things that we have to understand. First, we have to understand how can we find out the true nature of the proceeding. The Sixth Amendment, the founding right. fathers put that in place to protect our right to know that. Okay, once we understand the true nature of the proceeding, what type of remedy or resolution do we have access to, okay? We got to discover what that is, okay, and that is the, the simple fact that there is no money and so since you as a private citizen constitute the commercial energy necessary to create commerce okay then you have value and that value can be put in the form of a bond okay and you can use that bond to offset other debt because all they they are they have debt they don't have money so debt can offset other debt that's what you actually do we're just passing around yeah. debt offsetting other debt and zeroing out the and zeroing out the account ledger every day so at the end of the day if nobody owes nobody anything there's no need for money. It's a very ingenious system when you think about it That's how they put good. it together. The
3: war, it's it's very to ingenious. on my for me to pay a debt which I would t- normally
2: do in labor. They want you to do it in labor and this is what they don't want you to know is they involved in slavery. See the 13th amendment if I can pull this up real quick the 13th amendment did not get rid of slavery. That's a lie. You know, people telling you that, you know, the 13th Amendment eliminated slavery. It says neither slavery and involunt- uh, involuntary servitude shall be permitted in the United States except, okay, when you commit a crime. Except when you co- So slavery got moved to the prison system. But what they agreed to do is they agreed never to use the word slave no more. That's why you don't hear them use that word. They use words like inmate, taxpayer. Employee. <laughs> they use words like that, but those those words right there, all those words mean slave. They're synonyms for slave, you know, or some sort of servant status. You're in some sort of servant status. When you're in debt to someone, you're a slave to them The Bible then told you that. And just by you using a social security number and paying taxes, you're a debtor. They're taking 33 percent out of your check. All right, that's a that's a slave status. But when you're in the private you're a creditor, now you can put your commercial energy in the form of a bond and make presentment to them and have them tend to that for offset and adjustment of any accounting ledger that they have. All this is just paper and ink. Ain't no money. That's why the first principle is there is no money. That is a very hard concept for people to wrap their mind around because they hear it and they, intellectually they understand it, but they really don't feel me when I say there is no money. You look at them Federal Reserve notes in your pocket, Those say promissory notes. Those are promissory notes. They have a red number on them. That red number matches the number on the back of your Social Security card. The straw man is the surety for the repayment of that debt. When they borrow that money from the Federal Reserve, how they guarantee they're going to pay it back is from the labor of the American people. That's why they're so concerned with the unemployment rate. They want all y'all working because they want all y'all paying y'all money, paying the debt. And that's why they're going to introduce... This digital currency, because when they got that, ain't nobody going to escape. Everybody's going to pay what they owe, because everything is going to be in a digital system, and you won't be able to escape nothing. nothing what do you think I'd file my taxes and have everything organized with my business? Because 100% of my business is on the Internet. Some of y'all got Social Security cards and bank accounts and things of that nature. These people have you think, oh, well, you know, you're a sovereign. You shouldn't have to. That's bullshit you're uh, dealing in, no, com- dealing in commerce
3: <laughs> with US <laughs> citizens.
2: It's a public and they, they want people to believe that shit. They be pumping that shit up and I'm like, "No, I don't see any of that. I study this myself." And I see a public and a private and their and their domain is the public. And how you remain how you if you don't want to pay taxes, either you play their game. The reason they taxes is a coercive thing. They make you pay taxes in order to make you do business. If you do business, you right. don't pay taxes. They give you write-offs. Pay taxes. It's a coercive measure. It ain't really made for employees. It's not designed for employees or nothing like that. All right? What it's designed for is everything in the system today is designed to operate as a business. That's why one of the steps in the estate planning is to get a 9-8 number and 245 numbers. You have to establish businesses for yourself. This is why I'm telling people get your business and transfer everything out of your name. That damn Rockefeller told you own nothing, control everything. And yet, the uh, and the That's evidence right. that you're in own personal ownership of something is your social security number. That is the number that evidences that you are an acceptor of benefits and privileges. A corporation is a benefit too, but it's not in your name. But if you learn how to play the game, you won't be a tax protester. Tax protesters, people just don't want to play the game. They don't want to, you're not picking up no guns and taking over shit. You, you, you ain't doing that. All right. You're not taking over nothing with no guns and some rebellion. And if you black, this thing about some super black power thing that we're going to get together and rise and everything, let me tell you something. You better be thinking about business because they're going to be corporate super states in the future. Ain't going to be on the United States of America and all that. It's going to be corporate super states corporations that are backed by family, which is why they don't want you having a family because families run the world and they don't want no goddamn competition. They're destroying your family, putting feminism, all this type of stuff, you know, but anyway, I don't want to digress. I don't want to digress too much. What I want to, what, what I want to get back on track on you. Okay. So once you understand all of those things, okay, what is going to be your approach when you go into court? Okay? You want to be an acceptor. You want to go in with a win-win attitude. That should be your attitude. Don't go in there with a win-lose attitude. You want to win, and you want them to win. You want to give them what they want so you can get what I want. You give people what they want so they'll want what you have to give. (laughs) All right? This is how you accept something, because when you go against something, that creates friction. This is why it says agree with your adversary. You don't want any friction. You don't want an argument. You don't want any controversy. Because controversy equals trial. There is a poem, I think, in um, Alice in Wonderland where it talks about taking her to trial. You need to read that. Right? We were talking about you're going to kill her and take her to trial. You know, you don't want to go to trial, okay? So the thing is you want to reach an agreement. Okay, the agreement, they're going to offer you uh, an offer, and you can do, offer them a counteroffer, okay? Because that's what the prosecutor wants. The prosecutor is going to come to you with some sort of way, to agree, what you're doing with an administrative process, you are all making an offer to him first. You're letting him know that there's not going to be any controversy to the fact, and that you will agree to allow him okay. to use your exemption for offset and adjustment of the public charges against the defendant. All right? This is what is really going on, and you can word it however you want to word it. But the thing is, is that and the the way that, I'm gonna tell you the skill that you got to develop, you got to learn the skill of how to say all of this stuff and not sound like a sovereign citizen. All that stuff. The all caps name, and then like, you know you don't need to say all of that. Yeah. You don't need to say all of that. You know, all caps name. Just write your name in all caps, and then write your Christian app. When you're talking about you, write your name in the Christian appellation. And then when you're talking about the straw man, write it in all caps. You know, just do things like that. I'm the author, and then say I'm the authorized representative, making making a special appearance as an authorized representative for the defendant. The judge knows what you're saying. That's how I sign all my paperwork. That's how my paperwork now comes, and then i put my all-caps name. I don't say anything. Uh, and now comes blah, blah, blah. Now comes John Henry Doe buying through the undersigned authorized representative, and herein files this notice of X, Y, Z, or whatever that I'm going to say. And then I, I don't say nothing else about it. Then at the end of my paper, I sign my name. I put authorized representative under it. Because that's what it really matters, how you sign and what capacity you sign your name. Everybody who signs for a corporation, they put by and then sign their name to let them know they're acting as agents for the corporation. So it's how you communicate in other ways except through words. Grammar is a communication device, which a lot of people don't seem to master. Grammar is a – you communicate through Grammar. When you look in the Constitution of the United States of America, and prior to the 14th Amendment, everywhere you see the word citizen, it's with a small k c. And then after the fourth, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's with a capital C. And then after the 14th Amendment, everywhere you see the word citizen, it's with a lower case C. They're communicating something to you. You know, you have a proper yeah, noun exactly. and a common noun. A proper noun is a specific person, place, and thing. And a common noun is be any damn thing. All right? So... That's language, and, you know, that's why you got to learn grammar because grammar is a language when you're doing this. It's important to understand and understand grammar. So then next, once we understand that, we got to prepare to utilize some sort of negotiable instrument, okay? Don't just write acceptance for value. That's a trade acceptance. you got to follow behind that with tendering some sort of instrument for them to offset it. That mm-hmm. can come from asking for the original um, indictment, what they call the matrix, I want you to get into a Black Law Dictionary and look up the legal definition of matrix, M-A-T-R-I-X. Okay. So yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm requesting the matrix or the charging instrument, the original charging instrument, or the matrix to the charging instrument. You're seeking that. The reason why you want to pre- be presented to that, if they ever do give it to you, you can do a banker's acceptance on that because that's a bill. That's a bill of indictment. That's a negotiable instrument. All right? They're looking for a performance from you. And then you do that by you put sign your name, uh, uh, and then put acceptance for value, and then put your social security number without dashes. The reason for writing your mm. social security number with dashes as opposed to without dashes uh, is to let you know that's the difference between an open account and a closed account. An open account has dashes. The closed account doesn't. And the definition right. of a closed account is an account that has been closed for debits and credits but remains open for offset and adjustment. But said all right, so. That is why it's a, you, you're closing the account. We're not using the Social Security number anymore. If you're going to close it, you've got to stop using it. This is why you've got to actually speak louder than words. You can't be claiming that you're something and you're still using their things that they offer to you. Right. That's not going to fly. You have the Ashwander rule, rule number six. The Ashwander rule. Study the Ashwander rule. In particular, Ashwander rule number six. Okay, You can't be accepting of a benefit and a privilege and then turn around and then try to challenge the constitutionality of it. Equity won't allow that to happen. So the next thing is our status before the court. You know, you definitely want to, when you do your administrative process, you want to give notices to the prosecutor, to the judge, and to the uh, clerk. Okay, You want them to have letters that go out to them. You want to prepare an uh, instruction attorney a letter for your a public defender once you get him, and then you want to, those the letters that go to the clerk and to the judge and to the prosecutor just will call notices of acceptance. You're just putting them on alert that you are not arguing any facts of the case and you've accepted the charges, all right, and you're letting them know that you want a resolution to all of this. You're not looking to argue. Their whole thing that they're going to do constantly is try to get you into an argument, everything that they do. They'll try to get you to argue something. Well, you know, that's what they're doing. That's how you're getting tested. The resistance is coming from you. Is not to argue, is to stay on your square. Now and I'm not arguing any facts of the case. There's no need for a trial in this matter. I'm looking for honorable settlement and closure of these proceedings. You shouldn't even be saying that because when you have a give the uh, uh, the, uh, the public defender the letter of rogatory or the attorney instruction letter, he's supposed to say that into the record. A lot of times he's not going yeah, to yeah. do it. At which point you you fire him immediately. You say, Yana, counsel is refusing to follow instructions. Therefore, counsel is no longer necessary. Counsel is fired. I'll be taking over the case. Also, Yana, I'd like to add something. I have something I'd like to make a part of the record. And you read the instructions that you have for him in the record because he has dishonored you. This is about honor and dishonor. And you want them to go into dishonor. Let them do all the dishonoring. You never go into dishonor. That's why one of the rules is staying honor at all costs. Because they're going to be say
3: dishonorable.
2: Say yeah, they're going to be dishonorable, but they, their goal in being dishonorable is to get to you to act dishonorable. Now, when both of y'all are dishonorable, now they got the advantage. So, once again, I right, you're either going to get the original indictment, you're going to get some GSA bond, you're going to get an international bill of exchange if you've completed the secure party process, Hell. There's a variety of different things you can use. You can use a documentary draft is what I would use on a court case, not nothing that looks like a check, a bill of exchange documentary draft. just something like that. There are a lot of different things that you can use, but what you want is you want to put a bond in on the case too. A bond um, notices them that you are promising to pay all costs associated with the case. That puts you in the creditor position because The hearing officer, which is the administrator, is trying to make a determination of who the creditor and who the debtor is and who is going to pay. By you putting a bond, you've already let the court know on the public record you've agreed to pay. Now, pay is a word I don't like to use. It's, you know, satisfy the obligation or act honorably and settle and close the matter. Let's use that terminology. Be honorable in the settlement and closure of this matter. All right? So once all of that is done, you know, the next thing you're going to be going back and forth with them, maybe hopefully they'll do it. You know, sometimes they just dismiss it off the bat. Sometimes they like to take you down there through there. They have, they already have the information. They see that, trust me, they keep a dossier on everybody, especially if you've ever been locked up before. You got a jacket and they got information in them jackets about you. You ain't never seen. I saw one of mine, they were talking about them, a government, um, I believe that I'm a government conspiracy theorist. Now, this is when I first started doing this, and I just came into the court and accepted something for value. Immediately they put okay. in my file that I, I was some sort of anti-government uh, conspiracy theorist. Or something. I actually read it in my file. I saw it in my file. I'm like, what? Those people are monitoring everything about you. They're looking at me right now. They're looking at me right now they make it they making it they making they making a case file on you right now waiting for me to fuck up waiting for me to fuck up waiting for it. chopping they chopping their lips i will have to watch what kind of women i deal with cuz you know that's the number 1 thing they like to get you with is some sort of sexual type of scandal and everything so you know it's like you know i got to be very cautious about that you know what i'm saying so I go stretches of time. I don't even deal with women, you know, because it's like I can't open that door for them, you know. What's the next door? You know, taxes. They're going to try to get you on that. You know, it's something, you know. Catch you with something in the car. <laughs> you know, something. They're going to be trying to find something, to try to get you into a scandal, defame you first. Kill your name. If you have a name, they got to kill your name first. Got to kill your name. And then... Yeah. They they sacrifice you, want to kill your name. So, you know, it's like all I can do is just speak the truth, though it'd be better than others, and hopefully it'll resonate with some people. I won't be here forever. Obviously, everything right. has a beginning and an end, you know. So at some point, somebody else is going to pick up the torch because I picked up the torch. The baton is going to get past the sun. It's going to be somebody else after me. It's gonna be somebody else after me. It's gonna be a couple of more people after me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's what it is. You know, and that's how it is. And they can get mad about it all they want, but there's always gonna be people wanting freedom. You try to kill the uh, the the light that shines in everybody for freedom. And you know, you got this damn crazy ass urge, you know, to control other people and dominate other people and everything. You got a mental condition. You know, you actually satanic and you're fearful of something, which is satanic too. All that fear and doubt and envy and hatred and greed, that's all from the dark side, you know what I'm saying? So you, we know who our adversary is, and I can tell you this, brother. Get you some, some psalms and find you a psalm and read it every day because the book of psalms is like a book of spells. When you read it, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, that is ancient esoteric magic, and, you know, say that every day and keep a positive okay. mindset and visualize yourself. This is prerequisite for you doing any paperwork or talking in court or anything. Nothing that you do is going to work unless you got the right mindset. The right mindset is that you have immersed yourself in positivity. The right mindset is that you have gotten a hold of your fear. The right mindset is that you have quelled the doubt that springs up in your chest. you got control of it. You know what I'm saying? It's okay to be afraid. Courage is the ability to move forward in spite of fear. So, you know, you're going, to have, you're going to be nervous and things like that. But once you start speaking and once you start seeing how the truth, um, how, the, how effective the truth can be, it's going to give you confidence. It's going to give you confidence once you see the power of truth. That's all you need to know if you're telling the truth or not. The truth has power. The truth is light. And when you shed the light on somebody, they run like roaches. Like right. you turned on the light, there's roaches in the room. That's how you know if you got the truth or not. The truth is like, honey, people gravitate towards. Everybody can't do what I do. Everybody can't do what I do. But anyway, once you do that, you accept for value. And, um, you know, you could say something like I used in Chapter 4, Dealing with Presentments, you should also study the Court Survival Guide. You need to make sure that you have um, your dialogue in court on par with your paperwork because it ain't just about paperwork, because if you had to speak for yourself, you need to be prepared to do that. You need to be prepared, you know, to do that. I don't know what kind of, because they're going to throw curveballs at you. you got to understand that you're in an adversarial yeah. proceeding, so they're going to be coming at you. You know, they're going to try to shake you. They think is fear. They they like to use a threat, duress, and coercion. Those are their tools of the trade. Threat, threatening to put you in prison, threatening to hold you in contempt, Threaten to put, you know, just something. Threat, duress, hold you in jail, don't let you come to court. Let's say threat, duress, and what?
3: Hold you in jail, don't let you come to court.
2: Yeah, you know, they're going to do all of that stuff. So you got to be ready for that. There's a thing called the belligerent claiming. they got a copy of them on Freedom School. You should read that every day so you get an understanding that freedom is something you got to fight for you don't know your rights, you don't have any. They're going to test you on that, too. you got to know what your rights are. A right is a remedy. A remedy is knowing what your rights are. <laughs> That's what the remedy is. Everybody's like, what's your remedy? Your remedy is what your right. And rights are only expressed in the form of a contract. That's why you have to do an administrative process, so you have a contract, so you have rights. I got that from a military manual. It knocked me over when I read it. He said, "What well, he said, what well, the general population don't understand that your rights have to be in the form of a contract. You have rights, but you've got to put it down in writing. That's why you've got to know the 10 maximum commercial law. For a matter to be expressed, it must be written. For a matter to be resolved, it must be re- expressed. For a matter to be ex- resolved, it must be expressed. Truth can only be expressed in the form of an affidavit. An unrebutted affidavit becomes truth in any matter. So it's not just about you putting an affidavit in. It has to be an unrebutted affidavit. That's why you send your affidavit in the administrative process and allow them an opportunity to rebut it. So once they stand silent, they've acquiesced. And you get a notary to confirm that. Notaries are court officers. That's why you do a notary certificate of non-response. You put that in the court as an exhibit, and you put your first two correspondence in as exhibits. You have an Exhibit A, Exhibit B, and Exhibit C. Exhibit A is your first notice of acceptance you sent to them. Exhibit B is your notice of acceptance and the opportunity, notice of default and opportunity to the cure. And Exhibit C is the uh, is the uh, certificate them. of non-response. Okay. Those, you put those in court. Okay, that is your evidence before the transfer. court.
3: Huh? Is that, that's done to us in court, exhibit A, exhibit B, exhibit C, and then the defense attorney. That was Dr. going to RG be, a, once you that, comp- that.
2: completed your administrative process, okay, all of that will be paperwork, and then you can prepare to turn yourself in. You know what I'm saying? And make sure you give your bonds and all of that kind of stuff. Right, because they already got a warrant out for your arrest. It's going to be difficult getting that rid of that warrant. You know, I, I'm not going to lie to you. If anybody else can get rid of a warrant, let me know. If you out there and you can get rid of right. a warrant, because I ain't never seen nobody get rid of a warrant. I and mean, you don't want to stay on the run or anything like that, but what you do want to do is make sure you have your affairs in order and make sure you have all the paperwork you need in place before you go in. Because when you go in, I don't know if you've been in there before, but just even depending on people on the street, life goes on for people on the street. And, they, and a lot of times yeah. not, they may have good intentions, but a lot of people are not going to be at your every beck and call where you're in jail. So, you know, make sure that you send yourself, you have some stuff prepared to mail off to you, you know, from Amazon, some books and things like that. Make sure you guys do some books that are coming to you. Um, I already have them ordered and be prepared to be mailed to the jail. Um, You know, make sure you got some black saw Dictionary. Make sure that's mailed to you. A soft back. You can't do a hard back. Make sure a soft back is mailed to you. And uh, just make sure you have you some materials, you know, that you are ready to, um, you know, read and keep studying. And immediately when you go in, ask for um, start putting in um, requests to go to the law library. Just keep putting them in every time. Just put in as many as you can. to start putting in requests. Because you want to be around law books and dictionaries and things like that. A lot of jails are switching, in, switching to a, um, a, uh, an online system. But the online system can be very effective, too, if it's Westlaw or something like that. Because uh, if you get in the habit of reading case law, there is a lot of case law that can really help you a lot. Is the problem is that people don't read it a lot. But you also want to do a removal to an equity court. Right? our remedy is in equity. Equity is what judge God, God judges his people off of. To be under God to be one of God's people, you gotta be on the private side. Okay? Come out of my people so you do not be partakers of a plague. That's in Revelation chapter eighteen two. Babylon the Babylon the great is fallen and fallen has become the habitation of devil. They don't say devil, it says devole Devos, Revelation 18.2, and it tells you to come out of her. An angel came down. Angel means a messenger. Stop thinking it's going to be somebody with wings falling out of the sky. The word angelus means a messenger, Or like Malachi, like the book of Malachi. The book Malachi means messenger. That's why yeah. the book of Malachi is my angel. That's the Arabic word. A Malak in Hebrew. It's a messenger. A messenger came to you. I gave you a warning. Did you listen? You know something is divine when you haven't heard it before, but you understand it.
4: Right.
2: You know when you get struck by lightning and somebody says something to you, you never heard this before, but you understood it completely.
3: That's why I'm here now.
2: So get your paperwork together. Come to the classes. I actually was going to do a class tonight, but I'll start it tomorrow. i got the link up for the classes online. The online classes are live. So tomorrow at 10 o'clock we will be having an online class. And and strangely enough, it's labeled Secured Party. I'm just starting with Secured Party. I'm going to go through the entire Secured Party process and the discharge of debt process. So I'm doing all of that. You're a member of SPC University. I'm going through it for the live seminars, and I'm starting tomorrow at 10 o'clock. The link is already up. If you join, you can go into the live webinar section of the website. As a matter of fact, let me see if I can show it to you. I got it on screen right here. Oops, wrong one. All right, right here. And we go to the dashboard. You see right here it says live webinar. Right here, live webinars. You're just going to click on this right here. And you're going to go to this, get, click this link. And that link is going to take you straight into the webinar. All right, that's all okay. you got to do to join the webinar. If you're a member of SBC University, it is that simple. And I'm going to be showing you all of this stuff I'm talking about. Because I'm gonna have to show you how to y'all you know, you know, how to fill out a GSA bond, how to um you know how to do all of this stuff, and so you know it's uh and this is another thing where you know guys say you know like you know dudes are saying you know you give a use of some money, but for $119 I was teaching three four days a week, so that for $119 they was get me on the website like almost like 16 times a month. You know, so I had to take a break. I was killing myself. I had to take a break from it, but I was on there every almost every night teaching something because it's not about the money. You'll be taken care of. It's like what in the Bible when when Jesus said, "Why are you worried about tomorrow? Tomorrow has his own set of problems. Tomorrow doesn't exist, and yesterday is gone. You live in the past. You live in regret. You live in the future. You live in worry. You have to. You have to. You have to root yourself in the eternal now. And that goes for you too." You can't be worried about what's going to happen. You got to settle your mind in now and start visualizing where you want to be. Start training your mind to see what the kind of kind of life you want to see. Because you got to, right now, you're going to be battling fear and doubt. That's what the attack is coming. The right. attack is really fear and doubt that's attacking you. So those are the enemies. So the only way you can uh, you know battle back on those is that you have to get yourself spiritually grounded. And I don't know what your religion is. It might be Islam. You know, going to Islam. You know, whatever. You know, pull off some surahs. And, you know, read those. You know, that's very good, too. Uh, But I'm just saying do something to ground yourself, you know, and protect yourself from fear. And the only remedy for fear is knowledge. You need to get spiritual knowledge and you need to get secular knowledge. The secular knowledge is what I'm giving you right now. The spiritual knowledge is you communing with the all and gaining confidence in yourself that you have a power, that the mind is powerful, that the mind emits vibratory frequencies, and those frequencies come back in like kind. And if you have to dominate those frequencies with your will, the strengthening of the will right now, you're being tested because you've been chosen. Only people get chosen. People say, I will call before God. That's not what it says in the Bible. It says, many are called, few are chosen. Were well, you chosen before God? Was just That's what the that verse says. <laughs> it says, many are called, few are chosen. So you got to be tested. Fire, as it says in the Sirach chapter 2, you know, through the crucible of humiliation. Man, you need to read Sirach chapter two. S I S-I-R-A-C-H chapter 2. That's a verse I used to read every day. That's God talking to you and telling you you expect to get tested. And then also the wisdom of Solomon chapter 2, it talks about how the godless people are going to attack you. How they say, okay, if you, class, if you class yourself as a man of God, then if we attack you, God will come and help you. Let's see. This is not an easy road to walk. Like it says in Revelation chapter, uh, was it 10-2? Talks about, you know, uh, how he's gonna you know many of us are going to be tested. He's going to keep you in jail 10 days. But he said, be faithful unto death, and I shall give you the crown of life. You know, these are all tests. Daniel's in the lion's den. Job. All these kind of things, you're going to get tested, man. You're going to go through some sort of, you're going to suffering. You're going to go through suffering. See the, it's going to be a testing of your faith. You got to test it. And these are, the, these are the modern day Daniels in the Lion Den and Job test that we're going through right now. But trust me, if you remain steadfast, if you remain faithful, when you come through it, it's going to be so many blessings that are going to rain down on you that you're going to have people in the audience saying, why are y'all giving him y'all, y'all money? There's gonna be people in the audience. Why are y'all giving him your money? Why? He's fooling you. Can't you see? Are you
4: blind?
2: <laughs> you know, it's gotta yeah, be sure. that's gonna be nice happening. You know, that lets you know you're successful when you got haters. Haters is uh when I see haters I because that lets me know I'm growing again. When the haters go away, that must mean I'm stagnant. I must not be nothing happening. But when they come around again, that means you must be you must be making waves. When you start seeing them show up. So anyway, with that being said, we'll do that and make sure you're in class tomorrow if you're on the website. But also study creditors and their bonds. I'm gonna give you three documents to read: creditors and their bonds, dealing with resentment, and court survival guide. You need to master those three okay. documents. You need to master those three documents. All right. And, you know, you'll be prepared because I can tell you what to do. I can tell you what paperwork to file or whatever, but you have to understand that it all has to come from you. You know, you can't, right. this ain't something you can go and just, go in there and just say this. Yeah, you yeah, know, if it know. was like that, everybody would do it. If it was that I've easy. i seen that yesterday so the day before yesterday. I'm, I'm trying to were, like, Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I was showing. And that you got, now they got courage, and they're going to be mocked as they're crazy and things like that by a lot of people who are really, they're ignorant. You know, they don't understand. You know, they think, oh, this is so pseudo-law, um, you know, adherence, you know, sovereign citizen. Uh, you know, basically, you know, they are, you know, doing X, Y, and Z. That's why I spend so much time trying to show people the law, you know, and trying to show, you know, I, I turn on my computer screen. You know, I give you definition of words. I show you what this statute says. I do comparison and contrasting. We're looking at definition of words again. I'm doing all of this. I'm doing all of this by the simple fact that I don't want you to think that it's something fraudulent. And for somebody to say that, they obviously have not been following me. Yeah, everything is following me. How could you possibly? I could possibly even come out of your mouth with the disdaining that it does too, because you're talking with disdain. So they let me know you're emotional and you're hating or something something like that right, Yep, but you're absolutely right and if you
3: can do one thing for us as I've been loving watching you if in the future you can do almost like a make believe court, be the judge, the uh prosecutor and the defend- and the defendant, and let it just go ahead and give a play out to people mm-hmm. so you can really express yourself and show them how it's done.
2: Okay. Uh, give, give, wait a minute. You said give a play. Uh, wait a minute. Say that again. I'm sitting here trying to do
3: something. Oh, say it again. Almost if you can do something like a make believe court where you be the judge, the prosecutor, the uh, people have been freak asking freak me sinner, to do a mock
2: court. You know, yeah. people have been asking me that, to that do that for a while. Um, I'll see. I'll have to try to put something like that together. But if I did do that, I wouldn't put it on YouTube. You know, I'd no, do it no, that's in
3: your university.
2: Yeah, I would do it for like you know something like that. But um uh, but yeah, I, I, people have asked me to do that before, and um, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I, I might, you know, you can see I'm I'm trying new things all the time, you know, like I'm doing, you know, the Ooh, reviews please. right now. Y'all seem to love that shit, you know, and uh, um, yeah. <laughs> I just put up the uh, the secret maritime jurisdiction exposed. That's an old video I did when I was doing those kinds of videos and I want to start back doing those kind of videos again, you know, I try to make it entertaining, you know, and use my creativity to make it entertaining, but I don't want to make it boring. Um, you know, I know a lot of people don't like to read. So I read a lot of documents for people. I've had people tell come up and tell me they're blind or they can't hear good or, or, or see well or something like that. And tell me how thankful they are that I made the audio books and things like that. So, you know, I got to get back on doing that again. You know, so that's another thing to my detractors. What do you think? Don't you see all the the material I come up on this website? Do, do, do you understand how much work I put in? You don't think I should be compensated for that? I just don't put in no work. And some of them videos take me two weeks to edit. That's secret maritime jurisdiction exposed. That took me two, three weeks to do. <laughs> I had to find all those slides. You know, I mean slides, are all. I had to find the music, read, do the narration, edit it. Do everything, put it together. Come on, <laughs> you tripping? And just threw it up with no expectation. And when I did that, my channel wasn't even monetized. I just did it for the love of it, with no expectation of receiving any money. I did that. <laughs> I did a lot of that with no expectation. My channel just recently got monetized a couple of months ago, and I've had it for years. It's oh, not well, been mon- this channel hasn't been monetized for years. But go ahead. So that's why you're going to have a beautiful that's life right. just by doing that. I know I'm having yeah, I, I going to have a beautiful life. Yep. It's going to make a lot of people mad, too. All right. All right, but anyway, brother, i see you in class. Let me go to the next call. I got some other people I, I want I, that, that want to ask me a question. Let me get some. I've been waiting for a long appreciate
3: time. Appreciate you,
2: brother. Appreciate right, you. Peace and blessings. All right, you're welcome. Let me go to the next call. Uh let's go to Area to 512 4968
5: Hey, peace God, peace God. Are you Peace what's God, doing
2: what's doing happening? I'm doing good, man. man. What's happening? No, I've been
5: I've been watching your channel for about a year, a little over a year now, man. You're doing some amazing work, man. I'm only 21 I years appreciate old, getting into all of this information. Yeah, man. Yeah. And I mean, I, I what got you into it? Was Was it it the
2: music? And what, what got you into it? What, how'd you find me?
5: Man, how I find you, uh, really through a brother named, um, X, right. In the whole, um, right to travel thing. Right. So I went to, I went to jail for, uh, commercial crimes. And even before that, when like I was real little in elementary school, I was I had to figure out how the system worked, you know, because I always knew all of this was a game. You feel me? Because in my right. head, you couldn't tell me that we have this beautiful earth and we don't have a perfect life. Like everybody right. should be fed, everybody should have education, a safe home to live in, all of that. We got all of this land and we still have homelessness. You know, that just don't make sense to me, right? So I was like, I got to figure out how this system work. And you know, I just always wanted to help other people my whole life. Like even since the young, I was always spitting game. You know, I I hear something from the adults. You know, I go back to my friends. We all we 10, 11 years old. And I'm I'm spitting adult game and everything. But yeah, yeah, that's how I got into this information. I really am just one of the the lonely few that is really just in, interested in in all of this information, how the government works, how the money works, and all of that type of stuff, right? Right,
2: so, right, right. Well, that's good. You're 21.
5: Yeah, yeah. I'm only 21.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Praise. <laughs> all, right, all right. Well, I what's mean, your question for me? What?
5: Oh yeah, right, right, right. Mm-hmm? Uh, really. Uh, I was. I just want to kind of explain my situation. I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Just going through all of the all of the information you've already put out, right? And it's really not even information you okay. put out. You just you just shown it to us, right? This ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new under the sun. So, right. I mean, I ain't. I'm not in no trouble or nothing. You know, I ain't dealing with foreclosure or uh, a court case or whatever, anything like that. So I've just been studying the whole uh, business trust thing and also the um, discharge debt. But I was yeah. I was really contemplating how it's not free money, but in a sense, if is you have good credit shouldn't it re- isn't that really already the free money because you pay for something in credit and discharge it well yeah i think that's the the truth is, is, i'm gonna
2: tell you I, suppo- I suppose i'm gonna tell you i supposed to go and then i'm gonna give you the reality okay how it's supposed <laughs> to go is that everything is prepaid they are they are correct when they say that everything is prepaid because the government owes us okay when they took all the gold and silver. That, that gold and silver is held in trust, okay, and the trustees are the ones of it, since they got the real money, they're the ones that are supposed to pay the bill because we gave them the gold and silver to help them out of their irresponsible asses in 1933 with the Great Depression and the bankruptcy. That's what it was. We call it the Great Depression. But it was the bankruptcy of the United States. The United States is yep. a federal government. When you say federal government, you're talking about the legislature. You're talking about Congress. You're talking about federal courts and federal law. They're talking about Congress specifically. Okay? So the federal debt or the U.S. debt is the debt that those those, uh, congressmen up there on Capitol Hill generated. That does not have anything to do with the United States of America. That's a corporate debt. But they had to pull us into that debt. And how they did that was by giving us a social security number and, make it a, and making us federal citizens, federal citizens. Okay, a U.S. citizenship is a federal citizenship, okay, because U.S. citizenship didn't exist prior to the 14th Amendment. You can read Susan B. Anthony versus the United States and allow that judge to explain that to you if you don't understand what I'm saying. The 14th Amendment was for the newly freed slaves. All right? So they created a federal citizenship because of the Dred Scott decision where it was concluded that a black man didn't have any state citizenship. So the United States, in order to protect free slaves, they said, well, we will give you a citizenship. And so they gave us a federal citizenship in Washington, D.C., and made it uh, concurrent with state citizenship. That's what the 14th Amendment reads. All right, now, that has been uh, hijacked by uh, feminists, gays, you know, civil rights, all these people. They didn't hijack all that, but it's original and spirit and intent with the protection of newly freed slaves. I didn't have anything to do with white people or anything like that. So the question that white people should be asking is can your public servants create a citizenship for you? You already had a citizenship. You're the prosperity of this country. I'm talking right now to white people, okay? Why in the hell would you need to be a U.S. citizen? Why in the hell would you need to be a U.S. citizen? And I just pulled up a case today that told and tells very clearly what, um, what was the name of this case, that explained very clearly what a U.S. citizen, can. I hope I enclosed that. I'm going to give you all the case if I still got it up on my screen. It's a case that tells you the difference between the three different meanings of the United States. It's actually a, a court case. The judge explains it to you. I couldn't believe it. Like, damn, I got a court case explaining it. The Three Different Meanings of the United States. If I got it up. I got it up. I was, looking, I was reading it just today.
5: Why are you looking for that? Quick book recommendation hey, to everybody listening. How Secret Con- Our Secret Constitution, How Lincoln Redefined American Democracy by George P. Fletcher. I haven't even read this book myself. I just read the the description and the synopsis, and it basically is is telling you about our two different constitutions and the the difference between the United States and America. So I just wanted to put that little recommendation out there for everybody. Go ahead.
2: Okay, I found it. The case is Hooven and Allison. I got I got to take time to show everybody this. This is important. Company. Versus. Ever pull it up and see if I can. I found a 1945 case,
5: and I love the talk that you was talking uh, with that with the gentleman before. And, and your monologue before the uh, the cause and everything. Cause you you addressed a lot of that very much perfectly, very much so on, on par on, on what I already was thinking about the whole uh, racism thing and everything with Hitler and Germany and all of that. I've been preaching. I've been saying, like, aside from, you know, the whole Holocaust thing, you know, Hitler, what Hitler did uh, for Germany was actually really good it was really good for uh, for the country and he was really just looking out for the protection of his people but you know that that was get overlooked by uh, the whole holocaust so you know. but now that that was on par that mug man hello Am I still on the line Till you so good back man peace to all the viewers shout out to all of the responsible Americans out here taking care of their business, doing their due diligence, doing your research. Keep doing your research. Keep teaching your your fellow man. Each one teach one, man. It's a serious problem going on in America right now, man. We all got to get to it, man. So I'll stay up, stay responsible. Keep getting to it. Keep learning. so all we can do in this world is learn, man. Learn. Check sure, check.
2: Sure.
5: Peace. We got you
2: back man. I hear you. You hear me now? Okay. Let me let me let me put let me put it back. I know I you know what? It was a it was the most simple thing. I just hit a button. <laughs> I hit a button and didn't know uh that I hit the button and everything. Let me uh I had a let me put myself back in. Just waiting for me to come back in. Let me get this back up. Real quick. <laughs> Sounds Okay, I should be back on now. Sorry about that, everybody. Hi, y'all. I'm sorry about that. I apologize about that. I had a little technical difficulty. It was, really wasn't that major. It was me, my dumb butt behind and hit a button. I didn't realize what button I hit. <laughs> So it wasn't that, no, really yeah, wasn't me, no technical so difficulty. It was just me with my my, clumsy, my being clumsy. So, but anyway, human um, go ahead. Where were we yeah. at? Where were we?
5: Uh, there Where ain't we? any money.
2: He was pulling up. So you know, so there's no money. So you know, okay. So there ain't any money. Wait, yeah. Well, I mean, was that your question? That wasn't your question. What was your What was your question again? You know.
5: No, that wasn't my quick. Right? I was just asking for clarification that that you know I was on the right path. There is no money. Everything's prepaid. But I was saying, cause there yeah, was, there that's was right. A I was
2: talking about everything is prepaid. Yeah, yeah, everything is prepaid for that reason. So you should be able to give them a negotiable instrument because there isn't any money. That's why public policy. Uh, protect, uh, di- dictate that you cannot make anybody pay in a particular species of currency. You can see you can pay a bill with check, uh, Federal Reserve note, you know, but you got to have credit somewhere because everything is credit. So the credit that we're using is from the value of your labor because that's what they're doing. When they go borrow money on uh, from the Federal Reserve, they are what? They're pledging the labor of the American citizens to pay back the national debt. That's where the full, safe, and credit of the United States comes from. All we're saying is, you know, sl- involuntary servitude is unconstitutional. So that's a form of peonage, okay, that you're putting everybody in. And I'm not, And we're noticing you that I'm not going to voluntarily participate in, in, uh, participate in society that way. I could be a member of society, but I don't want to be a guarantor for the national debt. I think I should have a say-so in that, because the Bible, says very clearly that you are enslaved to the creditor. All right, so that's against my religious beliefs. That's why they don't want y'all having no religion, and all of that. So the notices that we are sending to the federal government, essentially what they are is, number one, we are stopping, we're going to stop using the Social Security number. Number two, we're still going to participate in society, but we're going to do it through legal fiction entities, to corporations and things like that. We're taking everything out of, the, out of the social security number and transferring it to your business name. Everybody in America is supposed to have a business. I'm telling you what's supposed to happen. This is the game of monopoly where every, it is no different than the game of monopoly. Everybody got a token, everybody going around that board. Some people get hotels. Some people are smart enough to get the deeds and all the same color deeds and then put uh, houses on that motherfucker and put hotels on that bitch. And some some of us know how to negotiate with other people in the game and trade deeds <laughs> hey, like, give me all a park place and motherfucking, you know, boardwalk, and I give you, you know, North Carolina and, you know, all that. You're negotiating shit, being strategic, and then to the end of the game, everybody, somebody breaks somebody. It's every man for himself. That's kind of what the game right. is like. But you can add value to it, you know what I'm saying? You, you can either not play the right. game, you can get off the board. If you want to, you're not forced to play the game. It's a lot of land out there in the United States of America. That's what they're telling you. You don't have to – ain't nobody forcing you to live in this municipality. You go anywhere in the United States you want to. It's a free country.
1: Right. I no, know, I it, for, uh, I got – I
3: got the, the go
5: principles ahead. down. I'm in SBC University. I'm, I'm in – you know, you're going to see me in class tomorrow and in the following class, you're going to hear my voice a lot more. But uh, I guess a, a a better angle of this question would more so be if the debt could really just be discharged, like from your social, would you say the plan would be to discharge your, your SSN debt and then start moving through the private business trust and, you know, operating through pretty much business – businesses
2: – yeah I mean you gotta are, have something to are you saying okay, let me just say this. they're not gonna let you destroy the system i've I've read principles of law to protect they're gonna protect the public at all costs, so let me make that very clear. Mm-hmm. everybody ain't just gonna start getting everything for free, and then ain't nobody working, nobody's adding any value or nothing like that. That shit's not happening if you think that's happening, you're yeah. crazy they're gonna lock motherfuckers up and do all kind of shit if you think that's happening. So that's another approach I'm always saying. It's like, look, man, stop looking for stuff for free. you got to add some sort of value to the system. You know what I'm saying? So what type of business do you have? What type of product do you have? What type of service do you have to offer? You know, life is about your service and the value you have as a human being and the gift that you have to provide to all humanity. Uh, You just can't sit on your ass. We are designed to work. We are designed to engage, have ideas, be creative, and do things. And the exchange of, of, of that energy, you like to call it money. But everything in the universe is based off exchange. I don't, this, this communist and, and Marxist socialist type of victimhood bullshit where everybody's on the same level and we're going to share everything. That's, that, that right there is a doctrine of weaklings, a bitch ass nigga, a parasite, a weakling. That's all I hear when mm-hmm. I hear that. I hear that party. That's all I hear, I hear weakling. You know, I'm like these are weakling, mentally weak, spiritually weak, physically weak. No, that's not yes, what we designed for. Sure. But we we. So you're going to have to have a business, is what I'm getting at. Discharge your debt. You know, you know, zero out your account, balance the books. That's what you're doing. You're balancing out the books. It's it's all accounting. These are all account teams. There's no money in them account. Y'all seeing a million dollars in your account? You think it's really a million dollars in your account? That's just digits. That's just digits on the screen. huh. Mm-hmm. Those are credits. So you know, so you know, so and they're going and they're going to be start calling it credits. They're going to stop calling it money and start calling it credits. You have a hundred credits in your account. <laughs> Oh, they always do it in movies and shit, the sci-fi movies. They don't say money. This is going to cost you 20 yeah, that's credits. That's how
5: I've always seen it. That's how I've always seen it. Yeah, See you know, I tell you they what's coming. On it. I was like, yeah, we ain't got the money. You just trading numbers at this point. Was, I always understood it was always accounting. That, that always made sense to me. I don't understand how people don't understand that, how there is no money.
2: That's when you want to start like, getting into some sense. accounting. <laughs> like, you might want to re- read fast, be 95 to kind of understand the accounting, the generally accepted accounting principles. You know, that's why you need to know a little accounting on this, too. There was actually Tom Sharp, one of his uh, students, put out a video. Um, I guess I'll put it back up. Um, it was called Money, uh, the Money. Um, I forgot what it was, but he's the CPA, and he was sitting there telling everybody how that shit is done. I'll put it back up today for a little while, put it back on my channel, because I think they like, copyrighted it or something, No you know, copy strike it. I'm not really sure. But, you know, I'm, I'll put it back up on there so y'all can see it and let a CPA explain it to you because those are things you need. You need that kind of thing to understand why you do indeed have a right to discharge debt. See, Some of these things, they like to – I was actually going to call this um, show today is Secure Party some sort of conspiracy theory or, or Sovereign Citizens conspiracy theories. So they like, you know, so they're trying to tell you it's a conspiracy theory. So the thing about it is is you can choose to believe them, or you can investigate it and see for yourself and see who is the person that's really lying. You know, you got to find that out for yourself. You can't believe somebody coming and telling you something. You always got to watch out for a person trying to tell you something. Like somebody come and tell me that another man is talking about me. First thing I'm looking side at is the dude who came and told me. Why are you trying to stir up strife? I don't give a fuck yeah. if you talking about me. I'm not a woman. I don't gossip. Let him engage in that feminine-ass shit. I don't gossip about niggas and shit. I don't even got time for that shit. So what? Well, you know, don't you want to know somebody's talk they're talking about you? No, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? I really don't. He's concerned about me. I'm not concerned about him. So, you know, so those type of things, you know. So at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you can't discharge debt. You can discharge debt. Uh, But don't believe what these people are telling you. Investigate it for yourself and if you got any kind of intelligence, arrive at your own conclusion. Stop allowing other people to think for you. That's what they try to do when they making all them sovereign citizen fail videos. They are doing a good job showing the foolishness. But sometimes I see good stuff and then they'll narrate it away. They'll narrate it away and I'm like, Oh, well I don't want to show it. Or something I said, why you didn't show that part? Why didn't they explain that part right there when he said that? You know, I see a lot of that too. You know, when you watch them sovereign citizen fail videos, you know, but because everybody ain't doing something crazy, but they're going to try to explain it away like everybody's crazy. But there are a lot of people doing crazy shit. There are. There are a lot of people doing crazy shit. So it's helping their cause by making it look like it's some sort of nutcase fringe group. And that's what I'm trying to combat. You know, I'm trying to combat all this stuff. Like, look, man, I got to make sure to show you that there is some basis for what we're talking about in law and fact. There's basis for this, all right? And but you got to convince yourself. Like I told a person one time, it's like meeting. It's like the devil. You know, it's like you hear everybody talk about the devil. The devil, the devil, the devil, Lucifer, and they, and then they give you an image of him with horns, with a red tail and a pitchfork. and He red. He down in hell and there's fire. And you got this conception of the devil in your mind. Okay, so let's say, but you've never physically met him. But so let's say you really do physically meet him. Like let's say you're sitting in your room and he walks in your room with a pitchfork in the tail and he sits down on the bed while you playing PlayStation and starts holding a conversation with you and starts so telling you, you remember when you was five years old and you stole that candy out the store you think nobody saw that huh you remember when you uh did X Y and Z or you did this right here and he started telling you about your life and telling basically letting you know and I'm going to see you in the next five years <laughs> you know telling you some shit like this you know. And so he leaves, and now there was no witnesses to that. Now you go out into the world and try to tell everybody you met the devil. There's going to be motherfuckers that's going to say, this nigga's crazy. He's smoking crap. Even though everybody's taught that there's a devil, you are out really trying to say, I really met the devil. And people, even though everybody talks about the devil, they'll still look at you like, nigga, this nigga crazy. He's talking about he saw the devil. He saw the devil. But you knew who, who's not going to think that you're crazy? All the other people who saw the devil who he visited, too. And so there are going to be people coming up to you and say, hey, brother, I saw him, too. You did the same thing to me. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's what this information is like. You ain't, you ain't going to really feel nothing I'm saying until you meet the devil. And if you go in them courtrooms and do what I'm saying, you're going to meet him. Mm-hmm. And you're going to come back. You said, you were right. (laughs) And then there's going to be somebody in the chat. Why are y'all letting him uh, scam y'all like this? I can't believe the stuff that comes out of his mouth. I can't believe it. You thought I didn't see that, huh? I can't believe the things that are coming out of his mouth. Do you really believe that refuse that's coming out, that you're skewing all over the internet <laughs> anyway there's definitely some propaganda Niger. floating around there's a definitely. lot of propaganda and that's what that's what George Mercier was discussing in Invisible Contract you see them tax protester groups, that was the largest tax protester group in the nation and they got shut down because they got infiltrated by the FBI and everything and they have you sign your name on lists and all that, they're trying to find out who all the tax protesters are. You don't think they're going to get a list of who you are? They want to know who the tax protesters are. That's their biggest thing. Their biggest thing is taxes. You start coming out talking about, they really don't fuck with you if you ain't talking about, but you sit there and you, that's what they say about filing the UCC1. They're trying to say you that you're a tax protester. No, we're not a tax protester. That's not what we're doing. We're going to honorably settle all our debts. Nobody's saying that. All right? So just in case you're watching. But the thing about it is, is that's what they really, really, really are concerned with is taxes. That's the biggest thing on their agenda is taxes, 'cause Because they want that national <laughs> debt repaid. They want to take it out of your ass. Now, that's how the they're going to enslave that, you.
4: Sir.
2: Yeah, go ahead.
5: Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble or nothing. But, uh,
4: no,
2: go ahead.
5: So go I'm, ahead. I'm, I, I told do- you, go ahead. Yeah, I, I do plan on starting my own business, and I, that's also how I got into your information. I told myself I didn't want to do no type of business until I know how to do it, you know where to do it, and all of that. That's getting all the trust and all of that. But uh, I'm I'm really a blue collar guy right now. I'm a mechanic working on cars and everything. I plan on starting to work on construction and houses and all that. Uh, so doing, are you? Would you say the passport process is also aiding in? Uh, withdrawing yourself from being that U.S. citizen making you subject to the income tax?
2: I I think I consider the passport process a form of getting notice. It definitely is. It's a form of getting notice. That's why I did it. You know, like the passport process, I've been knowing about it since 2010, but it wasn't something that I wasn't interested in getting a passport. But when I became interested in getting a passport, I became interested in the process. But what I had noticed was is that a lot of people were um, it, it, this thing sprung up where somebody started selling it to people for two thousand dollars. I'm not gonna give no name, but they were selling it, and I was like, I was like, well, why would you? I said, damn, you I said, man, that's right over there on Copper Moonshine Steels. Nobody, it's a very obscure website, so nobody knew where the website was. It's a real obscure website. But you know, I've, I've been in this a long time. I know where everything is. So I like I say, well, I said, you know, and I was making videos like I just did with the, uh, you know, secret jurisdiction. I said, you know what? Let me make a video. Let me just read what's on the website and just give it to everybody. Man, that shit had like five hundred thousand views. I could not believe it. I was not prepared for that to do that. It had like five hundred thousand views, and everybody started talking about the passport process. Everybody it's still, and they still associated with me because I did that. And it's like, and I, and I tell people, well, you're the one responsible. You put out the information. I'm like, look, I was not, I wasn't even thinking it was going to be this big of a deal. I just wanted some people who were interested in it. I didn't know that many people were interested in it, but it was like, it was huge. But yes, the the only reason I posted it is because after reading it, I did feel like it was legitimate information as far as, you know, Um, I thought that it had contained all the principles and the elements uh, necessary and understanding of what is going on. And uh, with the social security number, like not giving your social security number and all that kind of stuff, now they want you, they tell you, if you've ever been issued a social security number, you have to give it. That's the verbiage that they're using now. So now it requires you to give some additional notification of what your status is, that you are going to give them a social security number, but, you know, that, you know, it's under, you know, it's under protest. For various reasons, you know. So these are these are um, uh, these are the things that it kind of changed. I was actually thinking about doing a new video of it because some things have changed. But that was the reason for that. <laughs> and yes, I do believe that it constitutes a notice to the federal government of what your status is by to by the federal government. So yeah, I think it's a good process. Right.
5: Okay. Okay far as like yeah. the right to travel uh, thing
1: mm-hmm.
5: are, see, I, I've tried to talk to, to people about this they give me the whole the whole uh, communist running around you know these are all public lands and all of this and that and so the public roads that we drive on that we all drive on are those really public as in belonging to the government In uh, Congress, or is that still right to to the free people?
2: That's an excellent question, and um, you know that is an excellent question. And I will attempt. And I'm not. And my answer, I'm not going to say I completely know the answer. My preference, what I'm going to say, but all I can do is offer you. I did do a lot of research into the area of right to travel. I have researched it a lot, and. I can tell you first of all it is commercial. It's commercial. Everything they're saying about that is commercial is right. The word driver, that is a commercial term. Now I say a bus driver, Uber driver, you know, cab driver, um, you know, ambulance driver, truck driver. Those are commercial terms. That's somebody engaged in commerce. I right, for for receiving some sort of remuneration for services. That's what it that's what it that the word driver applies to. And even Class C is commercial driver's license. Everything that they deal with is commercial in nature. I'm, I know that. I'm convinced of that. I'll debate that. I, you know, that's how well immersed I'm in that position. It's all commercial, okay? Um, the thing about it is, is like with the weapons, you know, they say you have a right to bear arms, all Right, But what do you mean when you classify as an arm? Because they call it a firearm. They give these terms to it and then they put serial numbers on it that is the product of a corporation that is under their regulation. They regulate these corporations because it's what? they got the right to regulate commerce under Article One, Section 8, Clause 3. So these are looked at as some sort of commercial item. So they regulate it. They have a right to regulate it. What could it be that you need to make your own weapon? Maybe you could come up with some laser or something like that. I really don't know. I haven't tested those waters. That's what I am tend to believe. Same thing with the automobiles. The automobiles are manufactured at corporations, and they put a serial number on it called a VIN number, right? It's coming yeah. from the They got a right to regulate that product. You know, th- these are the things I'm looking at. They issue you a driver's license. To oper- Everything that they do is with the viewpoint that they are presuming that it's all business. The system is designed for a business. If once you get that through to your mind, even your Social Security number is looked at, a, is looked at really as a corporate soul. It's just a corporation. soul has all the liability. You got to learn how to play the game with either limited liability or no liability. Okay, which is the ultimate game. You don't want any income. You don't want any income. You're being taught to have an income. So I have to get the game. Is to not have no income. And to have no income, you got to have everything out of your name. You got to have a business. And your business, your apartment is a business. The business is paying for the apartment. Your car is in your business name. The business is paying for the car. Your trips are business. The business is paying for the trips. Your cell phone is in your business saying the business is paying for the cell phone. Your credit cards are in your business saying the business uh, is paying for the credit cards. Your groceries are so you can have for the business. Your children, they work for you. Everything is business, and everything is a write-off, and therefore you don't have no income, and you, have, you don't have no taxes. That's why the tax protesters look ridiculous. They don't have a good understanding of what is going on. I can understand that they're mad about some things, but they're wrong. They're just wrong. I'm not no agent or nothing like that. They're just wrong, public and private. They don't understand public and private. They don't understand jurisdiction. I listened to somebody from the Posse Comitatus talk on um, on VidShoot today because I wanted to go and uh, give me some more information on the Posse Comitatus, and everything he's saying was honorable, but it still was a misunderstanding. They're they taxing us. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm just listening to him. I'm like, nah, bro, you ain't got it. You angry. You just mad and angry. And I can see what that attorney told me. He said, we can deal with the ones like he was the angry ones we can't deal with. He's just mad. When you see them angry like that, you need to stay away from them. Stay away from them. If they're all mad, fuck the government, blah, blah, blah. They violating our rights and shit like that, they just operating in an ignorance. They're operating in from a victim mindset. You don't want to be associating with no victim. You're gods and goddesses. You take responsibility and accountability. You're competent enough to handle your own commercial affairs. You can take care of your children. You can educate your children. You can feed your family. You're responsible. You know, you're honorable. Honor your, you honor your word. The only thing a man can give and keep at the same time is his word. You know, these are the things, you know, how you want to operate and how you want to move. But it's all predicated on if you want to be in the public, you got to have a business. Everything in the United States is a business. You either own a business or you work for somebody who does. That's the United States. The United States is a corporation. It's a conglomerate of corporations. That's what it is. So if you want to play the game, you don't have to play the game. But understand, take yourself off the board. Learn how to take your, your, your token off the board. Nobody's telling you to play, play the game. I didn't make the game. I'm just telling you the rules to the game. There are rules to the game. Some people don't like to read the rules. That's all that be. It be a lot of people that don't want. The UCC ain't nothing but the instructions for how commerce works on the game. Because there ain't no money. Everything's negotiable instruments. That's what the UCC is. It's a law merchant. It's the codification of the law merchant. It's utilizing negotiable instruments and the rules in using negotiable instruments. They had to adopt that because they ain't no money. They had to have some kind of way, to, and they had to make a uniform so we can do business the same way all over the world because they bankrupt every country on planet Earth. Y'all worried about the new currency coming I don't care about that shit. The people who understand what's going on, they want assets. Fuck that money. You got to get you some assets. Money is just a tool to acquire. Your business should acquire real estate, something that, some sort of immovable property, some sort of income generating property. That's the game. I hate I had to live so long. I'm glad this young man is on the phone with me. 21. I wish I had the temerity and also the interest at 20. I was interested at 21 years old, but I didn't have nobody around me to explain this shit like that to put me on the right path. At 21 years old, you want to be rich by the time you're 27. You don't want to be rich and old. You want to be rich and young.
5: Man, when I was little, I told my I, I knew a million dollars wasn't a lot. I did the math. Hey, you, know said,
2: that, you ain't really really in today's really in today's money. You're not really a millionaire unless you got 10 million dollars. They don't even consider you to be. If you get that book called The Millionaire Next Door, they did a little test and they had um. He invited all these millionaires, like 10 millionaires, to a meeting, and they had to have a network of at least $10 million or more. And um, he invited them all to the meeting, and he, had, he laid out caviar and all this kind of stuff. And when it came to the meeting, these motherfuckers came in overalls and jeans and just regularly dressed people, but one of the people had to, um, couldn't make it. So he had to replace them on short notice, and he replaced them with a guy that was only worth a million dollars. And a guy worth a million dollars, he came in. He had a Rolex on. He had, uh, you know, he had all this stuff, a suit on. And he presumed that he was the richest person in the room, and he was the poorest person in the room. That's one thing you are gonna see about getting money. You gonna see. You look at Jay Z. The more money he get, the the most seems like sloppier he look and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't give a fuck. You start getting don't give a fuck what people think. You don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. You don't give a fuck. You know, you just doing you. You know what I'm saying? You're starting to do what interests you. You know, you want to be comfortable all the time. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like you earned it. You earned a leisurely life. You earned it. So you don't care what people think. You don't, what do you care about gold jewelry and cars and shit like that when you can buy the whole damn car manufacturing company? You don't give a fuck about a Lamborghini or none of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? You don't care. So that should be your goal. And then, the thing that you start to care about is what you see all them getting into is some sort of spiritual endeavor, because now they start becoming concerned about living forever if it's possible. Is there a spiritual path? They start thinking about their life and living that and living this blissful life as long as they can. So it's naturally, the next thing you're going to gravitate toward is how I'm going to extend my life, how I'm going to extend my consciousness. So they start getting into esoteric information, start joining on this Illuminati and the Masonic Order and the Rose, Rosicrucians and different organizations like that because they're looking for something. They're searching because they ain't already conquered. The, the wealth aspect is the first thing you should conquer because you need to conquer that so you can have freedom. That's why I'm always talking about the, the law of attraction because what you're trying to get is your time back because they're stealing your time. You only have a certain amount of heartbeats every second you're getting close to the death. So you need to take care of this money shit and get it out of the way. Get that shit out of the way so you can start really living life. And you can do it. Anyone can do it. Anyway, did I answer your question? Oh, about the road. Let me say. I didn't didn't finish it. I didn't finish it. So do you have a right to travel? Yes, I think you have a right to travel. However, I do question – uh they we they do have authority under the, the the Constitution to regulate commercial activity, so I think the question that we have to engage in is am I engaged in traveling over the roads in some sort of commercial activity now, you are being presumed to be a merchant if you have a bank account, if you're using federal reserve notes, there are other things that allow them to presume that you're engaged in commercial activity other than just using your car to make money with. Right? It's a, you got a social security number? They, they, it's a, they operate an off of a, a presumption. This is why you have to give them notices. You have to rebut the presumption. The notices are every, I don't care what process anybody comes with out there, it's always going to involve notices. It's always going to involve rebutting a presumption. I don't give, we can argue all we want what process is the best, but all of them have that giving some notice to rebut the presumption. So there's a presumption that you're operating in commerce, but in the secure party, I can see why it was designed because that's not supposed to be a concern with yours because they write your traffic ticket. You slowly just to be able to discharge it. That's why they made the secure mm-hmm. party. The secure party process was not designed for the general public. It was designed so people can quietly move in commerce and not be affected by anything that's going on. As long as they, um, as long as they uh, conduct themselves honorably. Don't kill nobody. Don't speed through seating zones. Don't steal from your neighbor. In other words, you follow the laws of God. Because it, like, like Teddy Roosevelt said, you see, you're either going to govern or you're going to have to be governed from the outside. If you self-govern yourself, there was no need for you to be governed from the outside. And that's what a sovereign understands ain't just I'm sovereign because I was born in America. How do you conduct yourself? you got to be honorable in all, right. all your dealings. So, so, Go ahead.
5: How do you think that, that goes into effect of maybe I have a license for uh, the job that I work, but uh, one night I'm not engaged in commerce in my personal vehicle uh, that's – not registered right all of this and i get a ticket i could discharge that ticket but how would i go about you know getting that getting that off my driving record and you know take care of that business side
2: well that's a very that's a very good question too um your your insurance can go up there's always a 1099 oid or 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 you know buddha Buddha said there is two pathways to nirvana. That is to eschew all material possessions and get everything that you want. All right? You got somebody, they take the pathway of poverty where they just say, fuck it, I don't want any money, no nothing, no possessions, no no problem. Or somebody makes so much money that none of that matters. Nobody would be talk. Would you be talking about discharging a debt if you had $700 million dollars well
5: shit, the way that I know the system works,
2: yeah. <laughs> you would? Yeah. Well, You'd want to go through no. all that? Why why would you want I to, didn't have to pay. what what would you want to what what would you want to do? Let's say you had seven hundred million dollars and you're making you're making two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a week. You worried about discharging right. the debt? You see, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a Cause mindset. That, I mean, what? Cause would, you, the house, me, the, the house be, is paid for. for my- the house. Hold on. The house is paid for. The cars are paid for. Everything's paid for. All you got is some utility bills. Maybe a high insurance because you got that damn Lamborghini. So you know, and you got the Ferrari. Maybe your insurance is. Let's say you pay twenty thousand dollars a month on insurance. All right, twenty thousand a month for all your hot cars. You got a you got a Rolls Royce. You got a Lambo, you know. Maybe you maybe got a Bugatti sitting right. out there.
4: How's the three point two million?
2: I'm, I'm just speaking from
5: greed. It's just greed, and that's the nigga in me. But yeah, I understand. I, I understand.
2: You said I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying is, it's like that's nothing. You know, it's like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna have an argument about that. It's like I'm taking two hundred fifty thousand dollars a week, and then my bills are only like about fifty thousand dollars a month. I'm not tripping on that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping. I'm paying the $50,000. i am not even thinking about it. I'm pulling out my American Express card, jumping on a plane, going somewhere, staying in a five-star hotel. I'm not even looking at the bill because my American Express is on automatic payment. I'm just paying for shit and not even looking at the bill. Just order, Every month, yeah. this bill just gets automatically paid. I might glance every now and then to see the what's going on. Said, I just
3: watched a video. You said,
2: man, if you had a black card, it, it none of this would even matter
5: you can just go straight to it the black ma- card. that's
2: another that's another level of disinformation that people talk about is the obtaining of that black card because allegedly the government has a way for you to discharge all your debt with a black card and the black it's not the American express black card either. I'm not talking about the you know the coveted uh, that's the only American express card I don't have American Express are you watching send me an invite <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh, that's the only American Express card I don't have. And, um, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's America is black, but the black card they're talking about is a white card and a black card allegedly. And um, the black card allows you, I forgot how much money you can spend a day on it. Um, it's, it's some ridiculous number like $500,000 a day or something like that. If When you get it, you can't tell your wife and your family members about it or you lose your privilege on using it. There's a lot of stuff that I've heard on it. But that card is for the sole purpose once, when, once you are given that card. Um, it's, it's really for you so you can start a business and do things like that. They don't give you anything in the system just for your personal aggrandizement. Everything that they do is for business purposes. So they want you to start a business. You can't even use it for per- – if you use it for anything personal, they'll take it from you. It got to be to start a business, building something like that. So when I had my very first show, my very first show I did – on the, on, on blog talk was what would you do with, um, a hundred million dollars. And I would, I was asking people, could you put, could you put a hundred people to work? Could you put 500 people to work? Could you put 5,000 people to work? Could you, if I gave you that money, could you do that? Cause people want money, but a lot of people ain't ready for money. If you get a lot of money or you, if you're a drug addict, money magnifies whatever, uh, whatever type of vices that you already have. So if you're an alcoholic, you're going to drink yourself to death? If you like to sniff cocaine, you're going to OD on something? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Some people ain't ready to have money yet and all this shit that they want. you have been protected from it because you ain't ready. So, you know, how are you going to handle yourself? These are things that your character is always being assessed from the public side. There's a character assessment always. Character. Character. What kind of character you have. Always some sort of examination into your character. And your character can be um, demonstrated many ways. Your credit report, believe it or not, is a look into your character. Your financial statement. Uh-huh. That tells a lot of your bank statements. Tell a lot about your character. I'm just saying. Anyway. Hope that answers the question. You on point.
5: Man, I, I swear ain't not a video, a live, a call that I didn't tuned into that you didn't say some bullshit, man. Not never. Not never, man. You on point every <laughs> single time. Stick to them principles. Laying down. Giving us information, man. Look, I don't I don't you get late. I know people
2: wanna talk. But yeah, man, appreciate the time, man. I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. All right, let me go to the next call. I know y'all itching to speak to me. 859-6039, 859-6039. You're on the line. What's on your mind? Take off your mute button. 859-6039. 647-6050, 647-6050. 647. 647. 216.
0: Am I?
2: 0516. Yeah, yeah. All right. I know people. I, I'm just going right by people. I know people like, damn, he's <laughs> talking so long. But <laughs> well, go ahead. You got a question? Am I on? Yeah, you on. Yeah, brother, can you hear me? brother. You
0: okay, dude, man. You said you said a few. I'm two one six. What's up, my brother? <laughs> hey, What's going on? Um, I, I've been I've been trying to, to get back to you. I've been on one of your calls like about almost two months ago or so. And man, man, oh man, you know I, I'm in Dallas, Georgia. So I always thought you had a spot here in Dallas, Georgia, too. But um, I I got I got I'm in, this.
2: No, I'm um, in Dallas, Texas. You see, you see my city behind me, man, right there on the screen. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. My city, hey, Dallas, man,
0: Texas. Hey, <laughs> hey, I've I've been from Houston, Texas, to to Ohio, to Georgia, and back. You know what I'm saying? So I got you. I, right. I went to um, uh, Dallas, Georgia, to get my. Uh, You know, damn, my passports. you know, for cruising some years and years ago and so like that. But, you know, I just wanted to holler at you just to let you know, man, I got the email queued up. And um, um, I'm sitting in front of two of my screens, uh, you know, at my desktop. So um, both classes with uh, Jack Smith and us in Cleveland. And like I say, you know, I understand business marketing and all that. But so I'm saying, you know, my brother, you know, when when Jack passed on at the beginning of two, uh, you know, about the beginning of two, the end of two nineteen, around that time, before the um, pandemic came in, you know, uh, these classes that I, I have that he's talking about the case that he defended was helping me with, you know, the whole time and, and this went on for probably almost a year and, and some months. Me helping my mom with foreclosure and then they, they took me out of my mom's house and my mom was working for the Defence Department and you know you know Jack is thorough, you know, so but I was learning everything in real time. So when I listen to you when I listen to you and you say how it goes, you know, when that you will make mistakes and so like this. One thing is, and, and one thing that you impress upon everyone that's listening, which is very, very true, male or female, if you are a, a brother and or sister that moves in honor, you know, it's like, it's like God is there with you. And as you said, right. just like I know, you're going to be tested. You know, you gonna be tested in the hole, in the pit, all that stuff. As you said, when the devil shows up, because when you when you really get on, certain people in your city just start popping up, talking to you. You know, people you've never ever seen before, and and you can tell this uh, the person is of wealth. They might have a a mason symbol on and so like that. When you start to get heard of, you know, and so. So the end end of the uh, the one of the classes, and I'm gonna press send. You know, because I I have I mailed it to you before. It's, it's Yusuf, SPC of of you know college, and so like that. So I'm gonna press send. You know, in, in fact, whether I you know now, and and um, still it's at the end it it, it 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 weirds me out because he Jack when he did pass. And another gentleman, that was an older gentleman named Dan. Dan passed at, in 219, right at the inception of the pandemic, and it was almost just like, it was almost like the way Sabi and a lot of natural healers left in 216. So it, it's like some of these people, like Jack, and and you know when you presented these videos. They, they'd they run down, you know, they'd teach you everything in, in honor. And as you said, a lot of people are just trying to get themselves out of a burning fire or, or some stuff that they did. But for certain people, it is almost like being chosen of a calling. But still yet, at this the end of this video, I realized, or the end of this class, and um, our class did dissipate. You know, I'd say around 2021, it just it stopped, it dissipated, and it was SPC Committee of Cleveland. You know, so I say just like, um, you know, talk to my brother and my father. He's gone now, though, Joseph. You know, I say God bless you because when you when you popped off uh, uh, SPC University, I was like, man, thank you, thank you, thank you, and and of the caliber of who you are, like. Like, as you said, when I first got met Jack, this was in 2015. Um, And to understand that you were in California, walking the walk and talking the talk, man, you know, it it, it is like a blessing. And it's like some of us, we may move in unison. I ain't where you're at, but hey, man, I I got that shinling, so to speak. And like I said, I'm going to just send this. Uh, over to you because at the end of one of these classes, uh, Jack is talking about my case with my mom, and then also at the at the end of uh, one of the classes, he's talking exactly about how the cabal started everything and how they started to advance on Trump because he was about to you know he was he was about to front everything you know and it seems one thing that I thought was peculiar is it seems like a lot of these gentlemen, like Jack, my beloved Jack, because he he was my close mentor. I talked to him from from jail every day. One time he made me mad. I didn't talk to him for almost two weeks, you know. But he, he helped me out of that jail when I was facing a year and a half and off of two felony charges and one misdemeanor. And one of them was, you know, me with my Second Amendment right, you know, like you said. Um, are you
2: talking about Jack what Smith?
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like I said yeah. the last time Jack? I was on your mm-hmm. last time yeah, I was on your. Yeah, Jack Smith was a big your, name
2: um, in this. Yeah, he was a big name. Man, I used to listen to Jack. You know.
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. In 2015, when I met him, I was leaving Houston, Texas, off of some off of some stuff that you always talk about, you know. And when 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 I um I was just. Trying to bump into the the people from SBC committee, which th- that were black. Thing is, it was Eric Von Phelps. Before I left Houston, I got a hold to him, and he said, "Well, you know Jack Smith. I can give you Jack Smith's number." And and that just started a a whole thing where Jack po- took me under his wing. You know what I'm saying? And like said, I ain't saying this to tick you, tick you. <laughs> but I remember, Jack, um, when I would go to North Royalton, Ohio, Jack would have his um, – he would have a manuscript of Jonah Bay. Now, now I remember I, I didn't look at the manuscript for I don't know how many – well, at least a month or more. But still yet, I pulled him up on YouTube. That's when I heard him say something about Yusuf, didn't even know. Yusuf, just like I come from, you know, our, our family, we we're, we're, we have a, 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 a surname that we were born into, but we are stewards, you know, S-T-U-A-R-T, and also we are – that's why last time I was blessed to be on the call with you, I was talking to you about the Peace and Friendship uh, uh, Treaty that they did with – the tribe that my father's mother is from in from 1837 so i already know it ain't had nothing to do with like like one of the, one of your last um presentations you said something about hebrew israelites you said man they almost like the black nazis and dude you know man i mean i just you can't know, see no white don't...
2: people being members of the of the hebrew israelites that's all i meant you know it's like
0: yeah, They're white yeah. people.
2: Are there white people members of the Hebrew Israelites?
0: I think Aren't so. It? You you'll see them sometimes.
2: You'll really? You'll
0: See them sometimes, but I, but yeah, like when because I don't watch after them like that. But from time to time, you'll see somebody. I ain't look never like seen Rican one. I mean, or white.
2: I mean, maybe but some Puerto Ricans or something because they looked at it as one of the tribes. But I I don't I don't I've never seen the white people. But that's just me. I'm not a, I'm not a member, so. Don't let me speak out of turn. I don't know. Don't nobody jump on me. Right.
4: I, I was understand. just kind of curious
2: about I that. And I, I have some Hebrew Israelite friends, nothing. and I know how they talk. So I'm like, <laughs> you know mm. what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Yes. I know how they talk.
0: And, and that's that's what I'm saying. It's like, um, like, I ain't saying nothing bad about them because check. Back, back then, but I want to go back to
2: this manual you say that Jack Smith had. What was it about this manual? He said you brought he it had, up, so let's talk about it. What, manuscript- it. what was it about the manuscript? He had a
0: manuscript, had a manuscript of Jonah Bay stuff, right? And so uh, it took me like we, you know, and we only went over it in North Royalton. He was like, "Well, I know you come down here to North Royalton from Cleveland, which was like forty-five minute drive. But I know you come down here to North Royalton from Cleveland, but, but, um, uh, Larry." Uh, a Mr. You know, Mr. Larry, uh, he's the one in the in the class in, in on Saturdays and Wednesdays in Cleveland. So let me hook you up with them because I was trying to get help with him on a different case. And then still yet after my, you know, so with that manuscript, I'd never really looked at it. And then one time I looked at it and I said, okay, Joan Bay, let me pull this cat up on on. Um, on uh, YouTube or or, or the Internet on YouTube. And then I was talking because there is, you know, there's always different kind of people in your classes and organizations and stuff like like what we're we're involved in. And the thing is is that I remember talking with a gentleman that you'll probably hear on the video that I'm talking about when, when you're able to check them out. That you know, this cat named Neil. Uh, you know, he told me it was him, but he he, he was. This was when we went on um, on the calls instead of meeting at the conference room we used to meet at. the Right when the whole the pandemic started and everything was on lockdown. So so thing is, is that Jack at the end of it, he's talking about uh, like I said, the the cabal. You're talking about Mission Impossible Three, and we're talking about the um um the 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 World banks and the monetary system that we need and how they was given the game in Mission Impossible Three, but still yet, as far as the manuscript as far as of Jonah Bay, they was using him and North Royalton as case studies, so to speak. So when I would talk to Neil and 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 a uh, uh, one gentleman named Brian, my name, and by the way, it's my birthday today. I, I came to this earth at ten forty seven this day, a.m. <clears throat> you know, and and I come from Joseph. So my brother, say happy birthday to me. But <laughs> but still, no, happy I ain't birthday. tripping. Happy birthday. Thank thank you, sir. My brother Joseph. But but man, um, Neil said like this older cat named named um, Cliff that was part of our our, you know, S P C committee of Cleveland, he was like, All I need is eight to ten guys and and um, you know, I, I realized that he was kinda like on that ambulance chasing stuff, you know, being at the Cuyahoga Court of Common Pleas, like saying sovereign citizen and, and so like that. You you can't be You can't have a Cuyahoga Court of Common Law, and please, that don't go together. But still yet, me and Neil, when we was talking, he he was like, no, I don't want to do, he said, I checked out Jonah Bay, I don't want to do like that. I don't want to charge like that. Because one thing that Jack did is he never took money from nobody. Meaning, meaning, if you weren't honorable, you know, as you would say, everybody knew that somebody had a fire to put out if we brought them to the class and you had to be a member you couldn't just come you know so so if he spoke with you after observing you after a certain amount of time and took your tribute or your donation to him it's because he seen you were halfway honorable and was going to take the information check it out and look so that's one thing you'll say look man no i don't want i want to do like Jonah Bay I ain't hating on Jonah Bay you know he he's a he's a feisty I'm 55 you dig so we all about the same age and and I thought I kind of seen you in in I was thinking it was here in Atlanta because I seen some big tall light skinned cats like you said look like reminded me it should maybe you from afar people
2: run into me all yeah, the time at- people run into me all, almost every day somebody's stopping me on the street here's a bell Somebody just stopped me yeah. here. I was at the Omni Hotel in Dallas. Somebody just like, you L, he was in, I came to listen to the jazz um, music and he's one of the damn performers. And I was like, wow, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's it's nice. So every time somebody stops me in the street, it's always pleasant in though. But yeah, but he might, yeah. maybe it was me, you know? People see me.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, but it was from afar and, and you know, I ain't tripping. I, I I got my own light. I ain't I ain't tall. I ain't as tall as you. But like I say, I got my own light. But I I, I used to think I was like, damn, what if that was useless? <laughs> you know. But <laughs> but at the same time, at the same time, man. Like said, that's we talked about um, Jonah and I, homeboy Sharp, Brooklyn Brooke, Brooklyn style sharp, and so like that. But like said, you know, you know they they. He's, he's a morgue God bless him. You know If if that's okay to say But at the same time mm. I have learned that, I have learned That no I, I realize It depends Like like what you do You have a consultation And it's proper That's in this business To share this information Or even Put somebody on the right track As we know I can see I could see After talking to a person In a consultation or so And I don't do none of that You know I ain't, I ain't where you're at But, you know, all depending on who it is, I could tell what information to put them on if I was going to do that, if they're honorable. But if they ain't honorable, this is the type of information you can't give to. You know, I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. and and rock Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: People have have taken information I've given them and tried to start selling it the next day. They'll start trying to sell it and stuff like that, you know, and they haven't even mastered it themselves and they'll go out and start trying to sell it. I mean, look, there is a lot of information out there. I just told somebody today at a consultation today, and I was explaining to them that none of this is written in stone. There is no instruction manual in, around, laying around anywhere for us to resort to and give somebody instruction. All we can do is read the UCC, read the laws, read the court cases, understand principles of laws. Really what you need to do is master principles of law and then let that guide you on the proper course that you're going to take. And that's why, you see, the way that I teach, I come with principles. There's a public and private. They don't mix. Ain't nobody going to – nobody should be stupid enough to argue with that because I read case law every day, and every case is dealing with public and private. All law is either public or private. Okay. That's something I see that – Jack Smith, he liked to argue cases, and that's why he had a difference of opinion with Gene Keating because he really was under Gene Keating. And Jack Smith, he was Uh-oh. arguing. that's why Gene Keating, and Gene Keating transcript – that's what he says he starts off talking about jack he's like jack smith over there that's why he's still locked up cuz he's sitting there want to argue want to challenge jurisdiction you'll challenge no, no, jurisdiction no I'm
0: talking about Gordon Hall I didn't I didn't no, ever jack, realize. Yeah. A... okay Gordon Hall because Gordon Hall
2: went to jail him and um Gordon Hall and um uh dude from creditors and commerce they Brandon, was they was Brandon, Brandon Adam I they was uh they were uh, they were writing negotiable instruments and putting routing numbers on them. And putting routing numbers right. on me. I I put his case up on the website. I had his case up on my it's on the on YouTube. You watch his case. Yeah, I, on YouTube.
0: Yeah, yeah, I seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it like this is yeah, after – Yeah, you a, watch his case, you know what I'm saying? Mhm.
2: But yeah, you were, but, yeah. but see that's why I go read that – the reason I move the way I do is because I go read their cases. I go, I'll wear Winston Shroud case. Because people will say, oh, you know, he was doing negotiable instruments. But see, when you go read what they were doing, that's when you get clarification. Like, nah, he wasn't doing what I'm doing. He's doing something else. Mm-hmm. You know, they writing right. instruments for a trillion dollars and trying to cash it and take it to a bank or pay the national debt to do something, you know. It's like, now they're trying to do things that are excessive. That, you know, why are you doing this? You know then you operate okay. in a business you tr- you operate it, hold on you operate in a business, and a lot of them feel like they don't have to pay tax te- tax is the number one thing gonna get you fucked up. I'm trying to tell you, listen <laughs> one thing I will challenge anybody on is that tax thing. A tax protester to me if they're a tax protester i don't I don't respect their intelligence
4: mm-hmm.
2: I don't care who they right. are I don't care right. what guru they were and, and I don't care what guru they were in the in the past. You might look at him that way, but I'm looking at it, nah, bro, you didn't have a good understanding of this information. And a lot of times that's because I've seen people study. That's why I like that, that document, um, Paper Arrows, okay, by Howard Griswold. Howard Griswold, he said something in there that resonated with me, because if you've ever been in jail, you've seen this in jail. He said, I studied this information for 20 years and I had it wrong. I thought the Constitution was uh, uh, was a uh, was applicable to us, and it's not. The Constitution is not applicable to you. The Constitution is applicable to the government. It forms government and restraint. You don't have no constitutional rights. You have constitutionally protected rights. I don't know. That document don't give you no rights. Your rights come from God, the creator of the balanced universe. So, you know, just something like that is an example that a person can study for a law. I see dudes study in prison 20 years and they don't, know the, they don't know the difference between public and private. They don't know what kind of court the Supreme Court is. They don't understand what the appellate court is doing and things like that. They study for a long time and don't know this stuff. So the length of time you've been studying doesn't mean anything. Sometimes people just study, like what was his name? Um, uh, the guy, uh, 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 Patrick Devine. I, 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 I like Patrick Devine because he had real colorful documents. But I can be honest, majority of his shit, I didn't understand what he was fucking trying to do. He was trying to use a lot of (laughs) admirable terminology. But he, you know, the only document I really got some value from from him is he showed me how to get the nine eight numbers and the four five numbers. He had the documentation, showed you how to fill out the SS four form and everything like that. I still use it to this day. I still use it. I still give it to my students. The same form I got from him. I give it to them. Had the call in number on it and everything like this. Perfect. I got many nine eight numbers for a lot of different people. And he was trying to approach it from a trust type perspective, but he died broke. Marriage ah, messed up. Wow, things wow. like this. Wow. All right, so I'm looking at I'm looking at what these other guys are doing. Okay, they ended up getting locked up. They end up with some type of tax evasion or something crazy because of the ideas are crazy. And then I, not because they were right. I go behind them and study it, and I'll be like, you know, like I see some guys selling private trusts. This is the private constitutional kick-ass trust. They give it some type of patriot-type name, okay, and they call it a private trust, and if you put your house into this trust, they can't foreclose on you. Or if you put your house into this trust, you can discharge debt from this trust. I'm like, where the fuck did you get that from? I don't see nothing about in trust that you can use a trust for what you're saying. A trust don't protect the house from getting foreclosed on. A trust is a person just oh, like a corporation. Right. It's a different type of entity, but it's an entity nonetheless. So, uh, you know, right, they, but right. people are selling people on that still to this day. I've been contending with that for 13 years. They've been telling people that shit. Okay. You put your house in a trust <laughs> and protect it from a, a foreclosure. They're still telling people that shit.
0: Oh no! So, no, so, if you have a dead on. Well, I'm company, not saying you like or anything you like that. Pay. I'm just
2: saying, I'm just saying information. And as far as not charging, you were crazy for that because that's ungodly. That's what mm-hmm. that's what that's what God is talking about when He's talking about the uh, the talents. If "I gave you this talent. You come back with the same damn talent." Right, right. Now, I'm not saying that. I ain't saying that it
0: was like. A discrepancy with charging or no. But what I am saying is
2: whoever... He's looking at people's character before class, he deals with them.
0: Yeah, yeah, before he took any money from them. He wasn't just going to take no money from somebody. And what you do
2: is that, this. That, I'm going to give you some guidance on that. You give people, you make people master the fundamentals, so you fuck with them. You teach people the fundamentals, and you charge them for that. You have a class, you right, say, right. these are the fundamentals. I'm going to take you through all of this stuff. Because that's what they should be yeah. learning in the first place. What y'all be messing up is y'all y'all attract. Most people get attracted because they want to discharge some debt. That, that's Somebody getting pulled in right now because they got that hook on the line, oh, you know, you need to discharge your debt. That's the number one thing, you know, that people, when they came on the Mouth radio station and started teaching, that's what they came with, discharging debt. I didn't start off teaching people to discharge debt. I started off talking about the judicial system and the criminal justice system and discharging a criminal case. That's how I came on the scene. I wanted to deal with the criminal justice system. That was my platform. But in discharging a criminal case, the same procedure is used in discharging any debt. So if somebody asked me, well, how I discharge a car, I already know how to discharge a car. The same way you discharge a criminal case. Ain't no difference. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A debt is a debt. <laughs> you know, they, I, they're, 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 it's a special kind of debt ain't no special kind of debt. A debt is a debt. And right, you can only right, discharge right, a yeah. public debt. You can't discharge a private debt. That's the right, public. Right. Yep, yep. <laughs> and what's really yep, interesting, yep. people been teaching this public and private thing, really. I didn't really, I just magnified it. But it's a lot of people who understood it before me. A lot of people understood it before me. It's in documents. You can read the documents. People under the creditors and their bonds, they understood it. That's what I said, That's how I learned it. I, I learned it from 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 that document, you know. So there were I, people who understood it. I look at it, some of the but
0: I, I look at some of the younger people now. That's in the thirties and forties, and they 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 doing it up good. And they got they got they they doing it as a business too. So in no way I'm saying, you know, don't don't. Take even exchange of energy or get paid for exactly.
2: Hold on, listen. Let me tell you something. Your time, every second, you're getting close to the death. When you give somebody your time, you're giving a valuable piece of yourself. Just me coming on this air right now and taking this time to talk to you. I'm giving a piece of myself. I'm I'm giving a piece of myself. This is a this is a point in time I can never get back. You know what I'm saying? And I'm and every second I'm getting closer to the death. So what are you going to do with your time? Your time is a, a priceless commodity that very few people use properly. And when you think about it, it's life's only true personal property. Because when you die, all that prosperity is going to go to charity because Judgment Day is life's only true guarantee. So I enrich myself spiritually instead of materialistically. So when I leave this third density, I know I'll spend my time eternally. It's all about your time. Time is the priceless currency. And if somebody expects you to get your time for free,
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Always an even exchange of energy. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> Always. You know, nah. and, and, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, get my they... time for free. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my oh, yeah. Nah.
2: Yeah,
4: that's what yeah I wasn't for. trying to you're say, like say this that. Guy, like this guy in the
2: chat, he's saying, this guy in the chat, he said, how much time? He said, why are you giving? He don't see that you're giving a donation because Yusuf is coming on and giving his time. That's what you compensated yeah. me for. Sure. You know, it's, you're giving me my time, and it's really here's the thing. If everybody on right now gave me a dollar, that'd be two hundred fifty one dollars, three hundred dollars. I'd be happy. I'd be feeling like hey, my time is paid for. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. They'd wait be thinking that I you need this hang big up money the call too because it, I did get some birthday monies too. You know, but still, like I said, wait till yeah, I get You know what I'm saying? Call. It's like I've you always, know, it's like I'm I've I don't always, be looking for, you know, kicked over five, ten, and, and you know, and and I ain't a cheat. I'm not cheap, and so like that. But you know, you know, sometimes time, uh, things can be testy because other than that, I would always come with a twenty, forty, and so like that. I'm not a cheap, uh, you know. I always compensate properly. But when I have well, been comes, low, well, I've hit you, you with know, five, what, ten dollars, you know, because what, I know. And this
2: is what people. This is what people should understand. They like if they donate ten dollars, they say I'm donating they this $10, and it's going to come to back to me ten times fold and a never-ending abundance of prosperity. And watch Damn what Lord. happens, and you get, the, later, later that day, some money come to you. I just gave, like I said, I gave $10 a day to a homeless man. I usually, I usually keep in my wallet a lot of $20 bills. I keep, like, I, like I had a $1,000 worth of $20 bills in my wow. wallet. <laughs> I use that every time a homeless person asks me for something, I give him a 20 I keep cash on me that's, just to give a homeless people, and and because it comes Texas. back, it's gonna it's gonna come back. It's guaranteed to come back. The universe is gonna yeah. recompensate. It's gonna magnify it ten times. So every dollar you give, ten dollars yeah. comes back. That's why wealthy people give. But so it's the ignorant person thinking, oh, I'm giving you some money and you taking something from me. No. And uh, you you're putting it in the storehouse of spiritual bank, a bank account that's gonna come back. The universe of course the vacuum. So based off of that principle, something gotta come back to you. It's gotta yeah, come back yeah. to you.
4: That's hey, what the hey, principle is giving. This...
2: If you're constantly giving, if you're gonna be constantly receiving. I try to give every chance I get. And if you're not giving hey, money, hey, you're hey, giving I... your time. Yes, sir. Hey, I do
0: have right up in my face now, and I'm I'm gonna press in. But I do have initiation into hermetics, a course of instruction of magic theory and practice, and these are the principles along with my um, Kabbalion in my briefcase, and that is something that, that is you a very good book to read and meditate on. You know, you got to read the, the
2: introduction. The introduction is the best part. I mean, you know, you have the practical side where you start putting things into practice. But I love and enjoy the introduction when he explained the principles of the earth, water, air, and fire, and ether, the concept of God, um, you know, the uh, electrical uh, fluid and the magnetic fluid, and, you know, just things like that. You know, it's, uh, you could tell he was a very high adept, but, he, uh, but he's able to teach it in a very simplistic way. But, see, when you understand the Kabbalion and the principles of the Kabbalion, it helps you read about a document like that. See, magic is nothing but science. It's the manipulation of natural forces. And the the ultimate arbiter uh, that rules over forces is the mind. It's the mind, you know. It, it rules over everything in the universe, as we live in a mental sea. So once you under, when you master your mind, you know the, the the high level magician has mastered his mind. You when you see people doing ancestral worship and voodoo and and Santa and you know and and just worshiping Jesus and Muhammad and things like that. It's not to say that those things don't work. They do work, but they're like crutches. They're like crutches. You're leaning on something. <laughs> All right when you get to the yeah. point where, when you Follow study what day. the patriarchs, <laughs> yeah, when you study what the patriarchs are trying to tell you, they were trying to teach you to become a god man and a god woman, and a god man and gods don't worship. Gods don't worship. They are that which are worship. So you're you're in training to become that. A, a superior man or superior woman or a stellar man or a stellar woman, and but to do that you got to master your mind. that's what the Oracle of Delphi was saying, know thyself, you know thyself, and to thyself be true you have to know thyself amen. you got to know who you are, you think you know who you are, but you don't know who you are
0: Wow, that's heavy. amen now look, you just said the oracle, right, and like said yeah i'm I've been checking the 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 this one case that you you've had up uh, for the past two days now i tell you from 2015 to the time that jack passed on in 19 uh, he was never in jail one thing is he did always present gematria and scripture in in the principles of the law and the classes he he he, he was always i didn't know that he was um you know he come along with uh, Gene Keating. I can tell you, you know, just like I si- just like I said, I'm socked through my mom's mother. I seen a gentleman put in the chat something about he's of the tribe of of Dan or so. Now see it's from from my surname on my mother's mother's side. Now sock. Sock and Fox Indians; these are the, the uh, is the Algonquian language. That piece of uh, treaty, the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, that happened in 1837. Now, these were tribes that were likened into as as what I know, and some of the Bible stories in the King James version of the Bible. That's he's a steward, and that's 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 my blood, you know. So, but still yet on my mom's. Um, Mother side, I ain't gonna say the full last name. We are Max and Duns, you know, Scott Irish and English from, from you know, from over there. You know, the people that got kicked out during the Christian Crusades in the 1600s, and so like that, the the last people of the throne, and but still yet, you know, um, our surname from my mom's mother's side connects to Heramon. I'm not going to say the last name, but it connects to Heramon. Heramon is the son of Queen Scotia, you know, which was of Shemitic blood, but still yet married to a committant pharaoh. So still yet, you know, and as far as these these people are from Mill or the Militians, these were the peoples that banged hard on the Danites. And, and moved them on out. So still yet this is of my blood which I realize and what I do know. What I do know about Haramon through my my, my mother's mother's surname, this goes back 1690 BC. So even, you know, I ain't trying to go all the way back and be reaching and so, but still yet I know that all of these royals we're connected from here, the mainland. I'm I'm in Atlanta now. That I would liken that to a, a province of Atlantis or, or or however it goes. I know you said you, you said something about uh, you know, Hebrew Israelites. I learned chematology in eighty eight from 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 big brother Donny El Ben Israel. God rest his soul. And and by the time the nineties came around and you did speak on polite you dig, you know. I remember I spoke when he was um, getting money, becoming the trustee for an irrevocable trust. You know what I'm saying? That day, that ain't gonna change once it's once this irrevocable. You know, somebody got. Oh,
2: so, to so let me ask you a question. Up.
0: But we were Talking to plead guilty. Plead Don't argue nothing. <laughs> you know.
2: Okay, let me. I'm, I'm gonna have to get off. I got to go to the next call. But I'm gonna ask you one last question. What what? who's getting paid to become a trustee of an irrevocable trust? What kind of irrevocable trust?
0: um not getting paid. I under the way I understand is the trustee when you have an irrevocable trust you can't change the trustee. This is all I understand
2: You can change the trustee in not... okay. an okay. irrevocable I trust. Do
0: my due diligence. You can change
2: the trustee in any trust. You just gotta make you gotta okay, make the provisions well, for it you got to make the provisions for it in the indenture agreement. Well, most definitely, you can change trustees. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, you change trustee. I do. You know, irrevocable just means I, I, that it can't go back to the, once it leaves the settler's possession, they can never get it back. Settler can't get mm-hmm. it back. That's why it's irrevocable. You cannot revoke it. But, settler can't revoke but it. But
0: like what you said, and, and I'm not going to take no more of your time, but like what you said, a lot of people, a lot of these cats, man, sitting up there just basically – Popping down or or crapping on homeboy's name and so, and saying he did it, did it, did it like like you said, I don't I don't know whether he did did or not like that. But they don't understand. They they in this game for the money and the, and the um, pomp and circumstances. You talking about brother? You talking all. about
2: polite? You talking about polite? Yeah, the
0: people that are talking about him, the people that are talking about it,
2: because they're, That's they're cause they just because they don't understand. They heard
0: a guilty. That, yeah.
2: Yeah, they, they see, they think taking a plea means something. Taking a plea, look, if you out here li- listening to me and you've never been involved in the judicial system, you need to shut up and be quiet because you don't understand the judicial system. The judicial system, okay, is not what you think it is, number one. Taking a plea, innocent people every day take pleas because they're forced into it. That's not, you know, you don't understand who you're dealing with. They think it's about true justice in the American way and all this shit, and you must have took it you must have been guilty. That's bullshit. Y'all don't understand. I would
4: have been in but for a if year you ever, and a did, half. But,
2: And if you really, and if you are the type of person watching me, and you're saying I'm full of shit, you better pray that you don't ever catch a case. Because when you <laughs> catch a case, yeah, yeah. that's when you're going to find out.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. what you're going to find out. There Talk there that shit if you want to. or better. You know, knowing that, thinking that you was losing or standing on your so-called principles, but they offered you a way out, you know, through 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 a plea. It, it, almost, it almost hurts to say it, but still yet, yeah, I, I was, you know. It's just you, guys, you they just really the feel like they wouldn't,
2: they just, would, they just really wouldn't feel like they would plead to a situation like that where it is child molestation. But let me just say this. This is why I tell brothers because right, I'm glad you brought this up. First of all, don't put yourself in that position. I get a lot of clients uh, who have situations, and they put themselves in that position. You know, you dating some woman, and she got uh, young girls, okay? You have to understand. I'm not saying that she would do that to you, but that is available. I right? That is open. That option is open up. That can happen to you. You're making it possible for that to happen to you. I'm not saying that a woman would do it to you. But it's being possible. You don't know what for unforeseeable circumstances that could happen. You piss her off. You do some cheat on her with another woman or something, and she's very vindictive or something like that. You don't know. And you don't put yourself in that particular situation.
0: My brother, Yusuf, like you what you said, when she read her, as I would say, dissertation, when she read everything that said that she was saying what was done, this ain't made for TV or made for you know you being in it a
5: certain type. Of, yes,
0: it was very powerful. Yes, society or something like that. She was reading from something, so this was all
2: pre I felt like she was read I, I felt like I, I felt like it was something that was drafted too, because that shit was perfect. But if it was yes, written, she yes. read it. She read it beautifully. If she did read it, because it was hard she for me to sure tell at first. Did. She read that she sure shit did. to perfection. She put the emotion she in is. it and everything. So, you know what I'm saying? And it made it sound, it made it sound, she prepared her words. It made it sound like, hey, I mean, she convinced me. I don't doubt her. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm sitting here <laughs> telling, you know, no, I'm no, like, I, if I, if you get, if you as, a, if you as a, a person and you're in the public, okay, you know, especially as a man, I, you already know. The majority of black men they bring down with some sort of sex type of, of, of thing. Martin Luther King, Dr. Malachi Z. York, uh York, uh, 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 Elijah Muhammad, uh, you know, I can keep going on, just interview Mike Tyson, Bill Cosby, you know, let's keep going thinking. on and on and on, yeah. you know, uh, O.J. Simpson, you know, it's going to be something always dealing with some woman or something like that. All right. You got to be slow in a motherfucker. And, and I'm going to tell you what happens. What happens is they ain't never experienced money. The, the polite just came into money. So you got all these women coming his way. You probably got a pussy just being paraded from them nonstop. Straight and up, then you start up. to get this and you, you start to get in, uh, uh, have an entitlement if you think you're entitled to all of this. And that's still a person who ain't I can used tell you. No first, money sat in that
0: Bugatti. He didn't know how to drive it, but God bless him. You know, he, you know, and 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 and, and the thing is, you said something about Tyson. I said I worked in the media. Man, I got a letter of recommendation from the White House, George Bush Sr. and Dan Quill, in the early nineties. You know, uh, ninety-one. Uh, I drove in the presidential motorcade, Bill Clinton, and Hillary Clinton, with the the legal representation of Jesse Jackson when he ran for. President, the the Bustamante's first first Prime Ministers of Jamaica. That's them. I worked for them. You know, they own the black newspaper in Cleveland, Ohio, and they are the first black bankers. But still, yet yeah, when Tyson got out of jail and he was he was linked up with with uh, Don King, you know, it was it was it was Mr. B and his 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 oldest son that I I worked close with. I always had to stay in the law offices, and I didn't learn nothing about so-called uh legally in law until I left Cleveland then came back and, and so like that but yeah yeah I, I man I, I I introduced um uh the sister from New York Crystal Waters wanted to I had two Two events to do that day. Mike wanted to listen to reggae music. A friend of mine, that Joel Levert pr- produced, he said, "Hey, Mike, want to listen to some reggae music?" I was like, "Okay, I'm in Splash in the Flats, down in the Flats, downtown Cleveland, but upstairs in in a club called The Lift, five thousand dollars, five thousand capacity. It was okay, Chris dude, Washington
2: dude, performing. Dude, dude, dude. The I'm gonna put you on I'm hold. Sorry, I gotta go, man. I gotta Thanks go connect. No, you. no, I'm good. But I appreciate Thanks for your time, man. All
1: right, all right. Let me go to two six two eighty
2: eighty thirty six. Two six two eighty thirty six.
1: Hello, hello. Good evening. Yeah. Uh huh. What's happening? Blessings, man. Thanks, thanks a bunch, man, for everything you do. First and foremost. Um. You're r- real quick, on a nut, in in a nutshell, um, because you're because of the class, SPC University. I'm at the point now where I'm about to put everybody on notice, and I got my packet together on my um, affidavit of uh, indemnity and my cover letter. They both have uh, registration numbers, uh, registered mail numbers. So as I send everything to the Secretary of State and then to Puerto Rico, because there's my letter that I'm addressing, and it has a registered mail number on it, where do those two mail numbers go to there? Is it all in the same situation?
2: Okay, repeat it one more time. You got two reg there's only two registered mail numbers. Both of them go to fifteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue. They go to the Treasury Department. If you're talking about your security party package, the first the first package yeah, yeah. is then that. the first package doesn't have any bonds or anything in it. It's just a status correction. The first, the first package you send off is status correction and telling them what your intentions are and allowing them an opportunity to refute it or reject it. The second package after 30 days is the actual setting up of private banking where you're giving them a bond with instructions on it and you're actually setting up a UCC contract trust account where you're going to start uh, setting up a system that will allow you to discharge debt. So there's only two right, registered right. mail numbers that you're using. Right. Really, the the first first packet doesn't have to be a registered mail number. It could be a a certified mail number, but, you know, we use registered mail on both of them. Okay. Okay.
1: Because when I I address my cover letter, there's a registered mail number on the cover letter, too. It's got its own sticker. That's fine.
2: That's fine. Registered mail is usually the rule for registered mail is if you were sending a negotiable instrument, use uh, registered mail. Anything money-related. Use rent registered mail.
1: Okay. Okay. So the cover letter and the affirmation of indemnity, uh, they like I said, in in the instructions they had uh two two register. two I put two different registered mail numbers on there. So regardless, just I can just put one I can even I can scratch those off and just send one envelope with the entire packet for the first pack to send off to the Secretary of State. That's I don't need it it, it really don't matter if I have the um the registered mail number on the cover letter or the... Um, no, it uh, doesn't. The, uh, you know, it really doesn't.
2: Okay. okay. No, it doesn't. Okay, I'm so when it, then, it doesn't. Okay, and then the last... You know, if you want... The, uh, if you like to keep good... Wait, hold on. Hold on. If you like to keep good no. records, you know, that's why you use registered or certified mail in the affidavit of mailing, because it allows you to keep good records. You have a record of what you mailed, when it was mailed, what was in the package, and things like that. So I would advise you... To use that method because you want to keep good records you know keeping right, good records keep is always myself?
1: Do I, do you I don't need to sticker, sticker the
2: 3811 form you put the 3811 form is going to be your receipt the green card that's going to come back to you half days of mailing is a notary is a notary document that a notary notarizes right. and that right, right there they just attest to the fact of the contents of the correspondence you know you don't have to do all this for the treasury package I'm just advising okay. you to if you like if you're a person that likes to keep good records, I like to keep good records.
1: Okay, okay. Okay, okay, awesome, awesome. Uh now the W eight, I got that squared away. Um I I mail that back or I can uh fax that to the IRS first and then get that information back and then put that in the packet there or you know no. what I mean? Is
2: that- well you can but no, we just include it in the package to the IRS. I mean, I'm sorry to the Treasury Department with everything else. But if you want to, oh, of that's to it? the Treasury Department, the IRS and the Treasury Department, the IRS is the on arm for the Treasury Department. Oh, sweet, sweet.
1: Okay. Then uh, last question. Um, okay, so I um I went to get my nine eight and my four five number. And when I talked to I called the number and the IRS agent said, um, they, they, they looked my number up and it was like well, you have a corporation, so on and so forth, and it can form as a trust. So I put—is that smooth, or should I do the um, uh, do my um all caps name
2: as a trust situation? Cause, cause I'm not really cause sure what you're write, asking, but you want to claim any of your okay, property uh, on the UCC on the UCC one? Um, sometimes it's more advantageous to classify it as a trust. And, you know, so you won't run into okay. problems with the clerk and filing it. But, you know, you can claim right, but anything then, in box four. You can claim anything in box four. If you have any EIN number you have for any business, yes, I would claim it on the SS4. You know, you can claim okay. anything. that's what
1: it was. You know, that you that's want. That's what it was, the SS4 cheat yes. sheet, she, because when I I get the, – the Social Security number didn't count. I know that. And I was trying to use my um all caps name as a trust, and then um, – my, you know how that goes, but she, she found a another corporation that I set up with an EIN that I had already that wasn't used, and she said, "Why are you trying to do this?" Mm-hmm. And when you have a corporation that can form as a trust already, so I was like,
2: "I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what they okay. mean a corporation that forms as a trust. What 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 does that well, mean?" Well, I mean, like, okay, okay, okay. So corporations well, don't in, transfer into trust.
1: I mean, I was going to use it like a trust, you know, because when you you do the all caps and the ss Well, you either
2: have a trust or you don't. A trust and a corporation are two separate things. They are two different things, right, and you will get into trouble trying to treat. uh, Listen, they have a lot of similarities, but the the differences are important to highlight. The first difference is a trust has a termination date and a corporation don't. A corporation lives forever. A trust does not. A trust has well, to have a termination date.
1: Well, that's the thing. It was supposed to be a simple matter, and then she started asking all these questions. You know, well, you have – why are you trying to get another number? And she said – I was trying to – I also said it because
2: – Well, I'm okay, a I understand what she's saying. That she's saying that you got a 9-8 number and you can use it for your trust. Is that what she's saying? No, no. I was trying to – after
1: I, I was trying first trying to set the trust up, so that I won't use the corporation to have the EIN number already. That she pointed, that she saw when my number came up. She, she saw a corporation okay, wait there a and like, why Why are you trying to do this?
2: First to not her the, yeah. it's, not, it's none of her business. It's none of her business. It's not her business. Right,
1: so I was trying to be honest Okay, I got another her.
2: entity. I'm forming another entity. I can have as many of these as I want, okay? Just give me okay, the number, okay. okay? That's my business okay. what I'm doing with it. I can have as many corporations as I want. Okay. I okay. got clients got nine, ten corporations sitting on the books. They don't even use them. All right. That's not none do of I, my business. Do I, do I
1: use the word trust? Do I use the word trust? Because I want to set up Well, trust. I mean, if
2: you, if you're going to not necessarily, yes, you can. Yeah. Yeah. If it's on the SS form and you're doing a nine eight, yeah. It, it specifies that on the nine eight on the, uh, on the SS form, form that you tell them it's a trust, okay. whether it's a living trust or nothing, but it really doesn't matter. You're classifying it as a trust, but they're gonna give you a nine eight number. The nine eight number just indicates that it's a foreign entity. It's a foreign entity. Okay. The SS4 form okay. is what they're gonna look at if they have to investigate you. When they if something happens okay. and you end up in court or you get end up and conducting some sort of fraud or something like that, they're gonna come and look and see what you put on that SS4 or you get in pull in the tax court on some taxes and shit like that. And you talking about you mm-hmm. have a trust but you were uh, operating in like a corporation, okay, what they're going to do okay. is they're going to hit you with a, what's called a deficiency judgment where they go back in time okay. to the date of the creation of that entity and they put you in a different tax bracket and then they start tar- charge you additional interest penalties and fees right, that could oh, bankrupt okay. your ass. And that's all because oh, you did okay. administrate it the correct way and you told them you had a trust, but you really was using it like a corporation. or an association, or a partnership. And then
1: she wouldn't give me my uh, 9-8 number, and she wouldn't give me my 9-8 number or my number, because she said, unless I was um, filing bankruptcy or unless I was the decedent or a decedent. So I didn't know what to say. then I don't know where
2: you ain't got a 9-8 number. I ain't never had nobody (laughs) after I did, I I promise you, that's what happened. You get get on the phone, you say you need an EIN number for a foreign entity. The only way you'll fuck okay. up is if they figure out that you're domestic in some kind of way. You know, if they ask me a question, i say, look, we have all, oh, we do business in the United States. I need a 9-8 number. You know, we got satellite offices in the United States. We're going to be doing some banking in your country, and I need an EIN number for tax reporting purposes. Other than that, okay. I don't even understand okay. what other conversation you can get in. This ain't no big,
1: promise this ain't no
2: big secret, you know, that you getting it. You ain't, they ain't. You ain't have to trick them or nothing like that. You know, it's more advantageous on that for them to give you a number than not give you a number. They like to get their taxes. Okay. They got to track these entities. Okay. So, Okay. I don't just, you know, it's like you got a foreign trust. You may want to get a citizen a location that is foreign. Like if you got a friend with an address in a foreign country, you should have that prepared. Because you can I like, make the a city anywhere you want. You can make it. It's, it's, in, the, it's in the course. It's
1: in it's in the course for real. It's in the course. I I use I, on there. I use Jamaica though, but the one that you said in the course, it was um, it was a different city. So I'll probably go back and do that again, and probably say that one next time. Well, you can but, do.
2: You can you yeah. can you can make it wherever you want because that's a principle of trust. You can make this city wherever you want it to be. I right, you have the right okay. to do that. Uh right, you're not doing okay. nothing shifty or shady or anything like that. You got a right to put your city exactly. wherever you want and under what law that you want to. It's a private trust. That's why it's private. A private okay. trust don't answer okay. to nothing in the public. The only thing I'm going to answer to okay. in the public, and why I'm getting that EIN number, so I can open up a bank account, and if I do any business effectively connecting with a trader business within the United States, there's a reporting requirement associated with that. And I'm going to honor the tax laws, and I'm going to honor the public, and I'm going to do that.
4: Okay. That's where you're getting it
2: okay. And you also, okay, and if it, you're conducting business with it, you're getting the four or five numbers for credit purposes. You need business credit, personal credit, because you can't use personal credit with the Social Security number anymore. So you need another entity. It's like a CPN number. They've been doing this shit okay. forever. The security the, the okay. process is really uh, somebody piecing together different type of strategies, privacy strategies, and making it into one process. It's a hodgepodge of different things that have been put together. And and it's, it's, it's ingenious. It's very, very good. But I've seen the process, use pieces of it used in different stuff. I've seen a piece of this over here, a piece of this over here. And somebody was smart enough and intelligent enough to bring it all together. Somebody was very intelligent. But it's a state okay. plan. Okay. It's, it's basically okay. an estate plan that did it. Somebody who understands tax mitigation strategies and estate state plan. That's all it is. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay, okay. Last last quest- last question real quick. Um, okay, yeah. in my UCC, my UCC 1 in the uh, addendum, um, is it okay to put say for example, uh a a mortgage in there and and uh your 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 house in there even if it hasn't yeah. been discharged just yet?
2: Yeah. Yeah, you put it in there. Okay, yeah, you can. Okay, yes. Okay, I'm free, and yes. I'm claiming it. my pack off tomorrow. You know, the mortgage is, okay. the promissory note on the mortgage, you were supposed to claim that anyway. You know, that's UCC3-306, yeah. this is an negotiable instrument, it claims to an instrument. So that's what the commercial registry okay. is for, for you to put claims on things. So, yeah, you claim it, it's okay. yours. You claim everything okay. that's yours. Bank account, yes, marriage certificates, mm-hmm. birth certificates, children's birth certificates, social security cards, driver's license, uh... to tip, uh, school diplomas uh... military records um... you know just anything anything you can oh, think diplomas. of
1: anything if that's if okay, it
2: constitutes I gotta, oh. if it constitutes some sort of minimum contact with the public where you're the being the receiver of a benefit and a privilege you want to reclaim it
1: okay 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 i'm good i'm about to send my packet off tomorrow asap immediately and then uh... i'm coming back for that second round too real soon I appreciate you, dude. For real, serious. Keep doing what you're doing, please. Alright, bro. Not right. stop. Alright, yep. Alright. Alright, peace, guys.
2: Yep. Later. Alright. Yep. Alright, I know I got a lot of people on the line and want to talk, but we're ending it right now. I know I talked too long for to some people. I apologize. I will come back tomorrow and we will revisit this, and I won't talk to you that long. I'm gonna put a time limit on how long y'all can talk. So I give y'all five minutes, and i am and you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put a damn clock a digital clock on the screen so everybody can see it i'm gonna start a stopwatch you know and everything and i'm gonna put it so people can see a countdown all right so everybody get a chance to talk it's 1 in the morning i'm gonna head to bed i'm tired i'm sleepy and uh i need to rest they gotta travel tomorrow too so with that being said it's been real it's been great i want to thank everybody. For uh, participating, thank you for all the donations. I appreciate the donations. Everybody who gave, I appreciate all the haters. Thank you, y'all. The barometer of how well I'm doing. Thank you, G Major. I appreciate you, bro. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all could have told me a couple more dollars before I go and everything. Thank you, Mr. J. Uh, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm 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 going off. Lux 91, thank you for the 99 cents. I appreciate it. And y'all be trying to be funny, but I'll be thankful for every dollar I get. Y'all be funny. Y'all give me like 99 cents and things. You don't think I appreciate that? I appreciate it. I have gratitude. I have people send me five cents out here. Gratitude. Gratitude. Thank you. Thank you. I'm thankful for anything I get. Anything that comes my way. Because it's going to be a torrent of never-ending abundance that keeps flowing to me flowing to me and keeps flowing to me and i think i mean if you want to give five cents and so you only get 50 cents back you know you give for you not for me my docket info has my seed number instead of my social on the certified document as well that's good well you can look on there and see it's the sid number it starts with a state a state number and then it has a, about an eight digit number after it i have an arbitration hearing on the 14th i'm the plaintiff suing a company for multiple things one is a negotiable instrument. Is there anything else you can share with me? I mean, you know, got to ask for a negotiable instrument. If it's the negotiable instrument, you have a right to it. I think in the UCC it's um, evidence of performance or something like that. Uh, I can't think of it right off of the bat, but basically you, you, you're doing it. You said it's an arbitration hearing. I'm, you, I don't have enough information. uh, uh about everything that's going on, but if it's involving a ghostful instrument, I mean, the instrument is the center of it, then, yeah, you you, want, you know, I don't know if it's a foreclosure. I don't know, you know, I don't know enough about what you're talking about to help you anymore. But anyway, I'm out. Peace to the gods. I will see you all tomorrow. Peace.